on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have... Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. It stands for cruise the internet, which is where we put topics on the screen. We talk about what's going on. We speculate on what we think is true and what's not true. And then we talk about how we, the people, have to come together to fix some of these problems going on in the world. So that's what CTI is all about. Now, I'm going to skip the rest of the intro because we do have a very special guest today, a good buddy of mine. Who's been around first form for a little bit now, and I finally got him up here to do a show, Mr. Brantley Gilbert. What's going on? What's up, brother? Good to see y'all, boys. Good man. to see you too, man. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm awesome. Got a good workout in today. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gotta- yeah, bro, you and the whole crew here are looking fucking yoked, man. Well, fucking I'll tell you, my jacked. wife is is the muscle of the family. No joke. She's yeah. the dedicated one that gets in there six days a week, knocks it out. I, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm in that phase, you know, where you kind of get out for whatever reason for a minute, and yeah. it's like, for whatever reason, you forget how yeah. good you feel when you're when you're in it. Yeah, I'm right getting back to where I'm. I'm but you guys stay. You guys all stay. We just had uh, Parker McCollum through two or three days ago, and his tour as well. Everybody's in shape. And everybody on your guys' team is in shape. It's impressive, dude. It's really cool. Man, you know, you, you know if anybody knows, you surround yourself with yeah, with good folks and good things happen. High standards, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. So, what you got going on right now? Well, I got something. You know, every time I've, I've come up here, you guys shower us with gifts. So, I finally brought you something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach the bench. All right. We brought you a little something, man. Oh, I've been working shit. with Sid now for a few years, and uh, I've always been a fan of their firearms. But you know, being able to kind of get behind the scenes a little bit and and know oh, how much dude. they put into them, right? Let's dude, go! Come on, <laughs> come on, dude! Look at this. What we got there? Oh fuck! Look at that. That's insane. Real AF. <laughs> Zero compromise on the other side. That's fucking that's bro. Dope. That is badass. <laughs> well, our boy Aaron here uh, right. helped us out a good bit with us, and, and the folks at Sig hooked those up. You won't see another pair of guns like them. Those are one offs, both of them. Oh, dude! Damn, <laughs> dude! <laughs> that's Look at fucking this. dope, bro. You dude. feel the grip on it? Yeah. That's the only time they've done that. That's the first time I've seen that grip. So that's a new bro. thing. Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, Thanks, brother. Glad Thanks. you dig them. Of course. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Shit. Dude, those are awesome. Those are well, we know you own a bunch of different vehicles. We figure if we give you two, there's yeah. a little less of a chance you'll forget to throw one in the ride. That's right. <laughs> Bro, 320 is a great gun, too, man. 320 is a great gun. Yeah. Music. I love the 320. It's my favorite. That's... Yeah. Fuck, dude. Thank you, man. Absolutely, brother. These are beautiful. Thanks to you guys at SIG, too, man. That's, oh, these man. are awesome. Tell you, sir, our girl Ashling and her husband, Kyle McAuliffe, uh, we called her. We were like, hey, we want to do something cool for Andy, and she literally bro. took off running. Bro, so. these are, these are, I mean, way too much, bro. No, Thank you so much. No, you guys hook us up, man. I'm telling you, we both got to our locker today, and my wife came out, and she said, hey, 
I'm going to need some help carrying all the stuff they put in my locker to the bus. It was like, Thank you guys really so cool. much, for real. Thank oh, man, you. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And I appreciate you having me today, man. I've been excited about this for a minute. Yeah, we were um, trying to get it together for a while. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been a fan of your stuff for a long time, man, and, and I'm kind of, my exposure to social media is limited on purpose. Yeah. Um, You know, I know the going thing is to listen to a lot of podcasts, things like that, and I'm, I'm wrapping my mind around that, but... I'm a little bit old school, man, and and uh, I didn't see social media really benefiting my life and my marriage as as a husband and as a dad. Uh, I wasn't really seeing the benefits. I got it for you know for work and things like that. Obviously, it's a necessity, but um, my exposure to that stuff is is semi limited. So uh, I've got a buddy that would always send me you know bits yeah. of this podcast, and I was like, before I knew who you were, I was like, this dude gives zero fucks and he's just speaking it and i was like dude i love it because you know especially in our society nowadays you know everybody's real hesitant to get into this that and other but and that's something you that you you've always embodied that in your music in your brand how you talk to people on stage i mean this is always speaking the truth and what you feel has always been i feel because dude i've been a fan of yours for a long time as well i was telling you know it's it's interesting because off air, we were talking the first time Brantley came in. It was super weird because back in 2011, I, I bought uh, my farm. You guys who follow me, you've seen my farm uh, on the internet. And uh, there was a lot of work that needed to be required. So I basically took like a, a year off of work and I was on the tractor or on equipment all day for a year. And then Emily and I got married on the farm after a year. So, like, yeah, the, awesome. the farm needed a lot of work, and we basically, me, Brian, Teach, my dad, and my brother and a couple buddies, Chris Zellers, Scott Halsey, a couple really good friends of mine, spent, like, all our time building this out. And so I spent, dude, hours and, I mean, fuck, hundreds of hours on equipment listening to music and back then it wasn't bluetooth it was aux cord so like all i had <laughs> what's an aux cord you know what i'm talking about no it was, yeah it was young joke yeah you look young but you <laughs> yeah. that young bro. yeah no shit he yeah. is young bro he's only know. 27 or 28 what are you 28 yeah wait yeah I'm it's good too and because you just did catch the aux cord yeah, yeah i got no i got the aux cord yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, VHS, I don't know what that is. Well, then you I'm certainly don't know what Betamax is. I don't know what the Betamax is. Yeah. I do know what a VHS is, though. Well, you're Beta. And a rotary phone. Anyway. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's right. So, so bro, so I'm listening, to, I'm listening on the tractor to the same songs over and over again because I got my playlist on my phone. And DJ knows I don't update my phone, bro. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you definitely don't. Bro, the other day my phone shit out on me and I, lo I like lost all my stuff because the last time I backed it up was like 2021. And so we, we dealt with it for three days. But anyway. Oh, dude, so I get it. And nowadays I'm the same way. Yeah. And and I'll get a text from somebody and I don't know who it is. I'm yeah. like, hey, I lost my contacts. And the, this day and age, everybody's like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah right, right, yeah. right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you got iCloud, man. Yeah. You, you know, nah, bro, I don't use the cloud, use, man. I still don't use the cloud because yeah. the cloud gets hacked all the time, man. Yeah. I got all my business shit on my phone and all that shit. Like, I'm not doing that shit. You're validating my wife right <laughs> now. Yeah, I don't fuck with that, bro. How many times and you don't talk her into sending me pictures that she won't because she says somebody's going to hack the cloud. <laughs> bro, that's some real stuff. I know people that's happened to. Yeah, all you got to do, Brantley's take it off the cloud, bro. You're good. I've been trying to talk her into yeah. starting the only thing. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> so let's generate some revenue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. She won't have nothing. She won't even have the conversation, Andy. Bro, hey, 
listen, man. Entre- <laughs> there's purebred entrepreneurs. Hey. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Look, so she started the school and stand. I'd take. Bro, she might kick your ass, bro. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. That's yeah. So, dude, I'm on this tractor and a and a skid steer for a year straight, man. Which I love, dude. That's the shit I love to do. Um, I love running equipment. It's probably my favorite thing to do besides cars. I, it sounds so random and so weird, but anyway, I was listening to, to your shit back then, and like that was the first time I was really exposed to your music. Yeah. And bro, I probably listened to. Country must be countrywide four thousand times, dude. Like you and me both. Yeah, four. Yeah, no shit. Try me and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but dude, uh, you know, I had all my all my favorite guys on there. You know, Jamie Johnson, Randy Hauser, uh, you, um, you know, all the guys that sing about real shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I th- I feel like that speaking the truth is a cornerstone of your success. You know. Um, and, and dude, so I'm super excited to have you on the show, bro, because like you're one of the few people out of all these famous people and all these artists that have been uncompromising in what they're willing to say and stand up for. And and bro, that that's admirable in today's, you know, age. So we connect on that same thing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Bro. I, appreciate I love that, it. Man. What do you think of what's going on, man? Like what's your overall thoughts of Buddy, I I mean you know, I I'll say this. Being a dad, right, has changed the way I look at everything. We have a four-year-old little girl who's gangster as fuck, and, <laughs> and a six-year-old little boy who, who's just the sweetest little dude. He's got the best heart I've ever seen on a human in my life. And, uh, you know, the, just the, the world, I'm seeing it through a different lens now. Mm-hmm. Some things that you that, that used to go on, and I kind of just throw up my peripheral and keep it moving. Um kind of feeling like at this point it's something i need to take issue with sometimes and mm-hmm. be a little more outspoken um you know in the past i never really made a habit of being political my job i always treated my career i just wanted to tell my story because i felt like you know I, I had a little fender bender right after high school and and if you've seen pictures of the truck there's no way i made out you know it shouldn't it shouldn't be here and uh you know i from that i gather god wanted me here for a reason and uh thought my story was one worth telling and uh i saw it resonate with people and and you know actually making a difference in in lives and and in my own i always wrote music for you know, it's, i always say it's like the it's the greatest form of expression outside of prayer you know and sometimes almost even more powerful you know because there's a melody to it and you start singing along to it and it, it gives a little more weight to the words but um you know if you listen to every one of my albums back to back you'll have a good idea who i am and where i stand and and all that but um you know, so it, it was more of a, it, it was always about storytelling to me. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the kids came along and, uh, man, it's just a different lens. I remember, you know, my wife, Amber, who's, who's here with us, she came to me and, and was talking about homeschool. And I know when I was in school, the kids that were homeschooled just looked different, you know, mm-hmm. and I was dead set against them. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they no, were never. Yeah. You know, never in a million years. I'm not cool with it. They can go to school where you went to school, where I went to school, and it'll be fine. And truth be told, you know, but then, you know, I start seeing this stuff. I got guys sending me, you know, clips of guys going to school boards and talking about books that their kids are, are reading and yeah. out of the library that talk about shit that kids ain't got any fucking business reading mm-hmm. or being exposed to mm-hmm. at that age. And I remember telling Amber, like, hey, 
I'm kind of coming, you know, I'm wrapping my mind around this idea because if I go to a school board meeting because of something like that, I'm not going to talk to anybody. It's I not just know enough of us going to be yeah. in the same place at the same time. Like, I, I, I know my temper and I know me and, you know, the, 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 as far as my kids go, man, I... You know, there were there were chapters of my life when I wasn't necessarily the the ideal person to piss off. Yeah, but I've never been as dangerous as I feel like I am right now. Because if something happens to those kids, you know, or, you know, whether it's you know somebody saying the wrong thing to them or exposing them to the wrong thing, that's that's not something to talk about to me. That's yeah, action. Man. People yeah. are overstepping their boundaries with people's kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a big deal, man. And uh, I think the way you feel is the way a lot of men feel. And I think a lot of dads especially <clears throat> need to step up and start voicing this because Absolutely. it is a major problem. It's not okay for our school system to be telling people's kids that they can be whatever they want. They can be a boy or a girl or they can, you know, read these books uh, where, you know, there's sucking dicks in the books. Like, bro, that's yeah. fucking not okay. No. And it's not okay. And I, I, I totally... Um, I totally agree with what you said about seeing it in the peripheral and letting it go because I was that way forever, dude. Like yeah. I, when I was doing my first podcast, MFCEO project, it was, I was just talking about making money and business and entrepreneurship. And I love that. And, and I was, I would say socially pretty liberal, like do whatever you want, man. As long as you're not stepping on me or bothering me, it's okay, dude. I don't care. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're doing smoking weed. I don't give a shit, man. Just right. leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I want to go do my thing. But the problem is, is this shit has encroached into our territory so far where now if we just live our normal lives, there's something wrong with us. We're bigots. We're we're racist, we're misogynist, we're all these, we're phobes of every sort of thing. It's like, no, dude, we're just regular people that want to be left the fuck alone. And had you left us alone, you'd be able to live your life. Absolutely. But now you're coming to fuck with people's kids, bro, and that's not going to fly over well, I don't think. I think people, I think you're sharing a sentiment that a lot of people are coming to that realization where and it's no longer, hey, I'm just going to pull my kids out. People are starting to feel violated, like, Dude, we're paying taxes in this country to live in this crazy country where our kids are being taught all of this insane shit when they're way too young to even be hearing about it. And we're stealing their childhood. And so it's good to have you um, say that, bro, because I think a lot of I think a lot of people are there, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, to the point where I wrap my mind around the idea and she started this school called Art Learning Academy in our hometown and you know we i don't think you had any idea what that there was a need for that or a desire for that uh in the magnitude that we've seen at that school but it's you know they're keeping it faith-based right yeah. which is definitely don't see that in public school anymore no. you know no, it, it took him out of the shunned. pledge and you know i mean we wonder what's wrong with the world you keep taking it away from god buddy and eventually he's gonna put his foot down that's you right know? and he's gonna put it on your throat yeah but i've got to you know and i told her my my few things were you know, I want them to spend, I want these kids to spend time outside learning how to do shit outside, learn yeah. how to plant stuff, learn how to fish, learn how to do stuff that, you know, can make you self-sufficient. Yeah. And they've done a great job of that. Um, but I, I wanted them to learn history too, because, uh, man, I've got a 16-year-old godson. I was watching a, I'm, I'm into the crotchety old man phase of life early, and I've watched World War II documentaries. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's my shit. So my godson comes in and he's like, what what is this? And I was like, "What do you mean? What is this? You know, this is World War Two. Well, who's that guy? Well, that's that's Adolf Hitler. He's one of the most evil men on on the planet. You know what? 
what the fuck do you mean who that is? You know, I think we're all familiar with the fact that history repeats itself, but it repeats itself in the worst way if you become ignorant to it. And the weirdest way. Right. Like the people who you think aren't going to be that become that. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee you when that dude showed up on the scene, that, that wasn't, uh, <clears throat> you know, that wasn't what the banner said. No, bro. <laughs> you know but I mean? that's, that's one of the issues we're dealing with is that Marxism and, and, you know, communism are being advertised as freedom now. You know, like the banner on the outside of America right now says freedom, but it ain't very free if we really think about it, dude. No. It's not like it was even when we were kids. You know, now we're paying, I mean, think of all the taxes that we have to pay that get sent over and then funneled back into people's pockets. It's insane, bro. And and whose pockets? Yeah, exactly. Not ours. Shit, bro. Man, that, and I mean- I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I thought it was it was pretty interesting because, you know, it kind of turned. Uh, obviously, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I, I believe in the right to bear arms. Yeah. And, and, no shit. And I don't have them. For, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if this isn't any in, in, indication, and if you're from the ATF and you're watching this, I, I'm, this is a fucking proud moment for me because, <laughs> you know, they're trying to make it now where if you give somebody a gun, you need to have a FFL or whatever. Yeah. It's just like all this red tape and shit, man. What are the two things that separate this country's freedom from the freedom that that a lot of the rest of the world sees right to me it's our first amendment right and the fucking second yep right those are and, yeah. and the second protects the first right that's right there, those are the two things i think that that really set us apart from the rest of the world yeah and when that starts getting encroached upon man here's the thing i, I feel like I surround myself with reasonable human beings. I got a couple of hotheads, and I yeah. can be hotheaded myself from time to time. But for the most part, I heard somebody say once that you know you're kind of the, you know, the whole of of the best and worst of the five closest people around you. I have a lot more than five people around me at all times yeah. in my life, just for what I do for a living. That's right. So you know, it's really important to me that that, that all those people are, are solid human beings. You know, and and uh, you know, it's. I feel like, man, we're we're more alike than we give ourselves credit for. Yeah, you know, and I feel like between social media and, and politics, man, they they give us all these things, they put all these things on the table and remind us how divided we are, mm-hmm. right, and amplify it when intentionally, really, truly, at the, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, man, especially, and I saw this when COVID happened, right. It was under a magnifying glass for us when we came back to playing shows. I forgot how much, like. Just concerts in general, right? Which is what I do for a living. But that's under a magnifying glass for me, right? Seeing how these people interacted with each other. And when it came back together, it was like they were learning how to socialize again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just, you, you saw. You could see that from the oh, from the stage. Buddy. That's it, crazy. Oh, man, it was wild. And I mean, in all the guidelines, you'd see, you know, even when it came back in 2021, you know, the numbers are way down for, for everybody. There were people that were excited to get out. Yeah. And it, but there were still people probably more like-minded to me that they're like, man, fuck that. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You're going to try to swab my hand and choke me out through my nose yeah. to, to walk in somewhere? Yeah, bro, that was me. Yeah. I didn't do shit for a year and a half, two years. I didn't yeah. even leave the house. I went from my house to here. That's it. Yeah. Dude, it was, you know, I, you know, when you... Talk about division and, 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 and all that stuff, man. I, I feel like we're, we probably lie more along the middle of the, the aisle than we realize. Yeah. Most There's of a couple do. issues. Yeah. You know, most of the people that I love and respect are, are pretty close to the middle. Yeah. You know, there's a couple issues that sends you hard left or hard right. Yeah. And, and man, I'm unwavering on mine. 
Yeah. If you, the, the, you know, the gun thing to me, and I feel like that's also a cultural thing. I remember doing a, a interview with a guy one time. He was doing a interview. It was a article called Country Music and Guns. And I remember asking him, I was like, so you like country music? Nah. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel one, about guns? <laughs> you know? Well, I've never seen one in real life. And you're the one writing this article. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, I feel like it is a cultural thing. I, to me, you know, when a gun comes out and people get freaked out about it, that's weird. I think that's weird too, bro. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that's strange to me. But to us, when you know, the, I've been in the room with people when guns come out and they're yeah. kind of hesitant. Yeah. That's weird to me. But obviously, breaking a gun out's weird to them. Dude, I was sitting in a meeting. I don't know. This was back at Old HQ. And I was sitting with, a, I forgot what it was, but it was a couple dudes from California that were there. I remember this. And I always carry, right? Yeah. So, like, when I sit down, sometimes I take it out and put it on the table and not think shit. Because it's what I do everywhere. Like, when I drive, I take it out, I put it on my passenger seat. Yep. You know? I pull the gun out, put it on the table, bro, and these dudes freaked the fuck out. <laughs> they were like, they were like, is, is it is that a gun? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what's that for? I'm like. Fucking shooting people, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the same yeah. It's not for hunting. And it did not it did not connect with me that this was like the first time ever they had experienced that because here in Missouri or in Georgia where you guys are, that's pretty normal. Absolutely. Like it's pretty normal for all of my friends, even all these guys. All my friends walk around armed all the time. Like that's yeah. a normal thing. You know, and it's weird the culture how how different it is. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say this though. I do think it's important, man, that Anybody that's toting a gun, if you're not training with it, it doesn't matter. Leave it to it's fuck useless. at the house. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's, it's it's more than useless. It's dangerous. You're, you're a liability at yeah. that fucking point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we we make a point to try to, you know, not only just situational awareness, not just shooting targets, but but yeah. being situationally aware. Yeah, you know, and knowing when you're within your rights to to use lethal force. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, f I feel like that's an important part. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, not someone, it's not when someone it's not when someone gives you the finger. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, yeah. You don't. Know, no. And These young kids are all on that shit now. Now, yeah. if you disrespect them, they want to. They want to go to guns. Bro. And nobody wants to fight no more. I know. Man. And fighting's good for people. I think it is too. Man. Yeah. We no need joke. more fist fights. Our friends, like we have some some friends that our kids hang around with, and I. We had a little birthday party at the house one day, and they all walked out, and the kids were fighting like hell on a trampoline. I mean, it was like. <laughs> It was like a gang fight, man. I, mean, I was kind of proud of my son, you know, because he's throwing down. But, I mean, all the other kids are throwing down, too, and they're scratched and everything. But one of the moms walked out and was like, oh, my God, you know, freaking out. And she was, I was like, why? And she was like, are you going to stop them? And I was like, hell no. <laughs> you know, this is good Let them work them, it out. Man. Yeah, That's right. Let them be needed. kids, you know. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, you know, as, as far as, you know, it really kind of showed me through, through her creating that school, I really – Learned more about where I stood, yeah. Um, than I did just walking around doing my job because you know there were things that were important to me about it for me to get on board. And and the last one, you know, speaking of guns, was hey, you know, when the Uvalde shooting happened, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to these school shootings, obviously they're tragic. And and you know, when things like that come and the when things like that happen, you know, obviously they come right after us. They come right after guns and yeah. everything else. Well, look at the places that are getting shot up. Yeah, they don't have They're any guns. Targets. That's right. right. So I told her, I was like, one of the most important things to me is I want every teacher there doing pistol one, two, and three. Yeah. And we brought a guy that I truly respect with, with my whole being, a dude named John Lovell. Have you ever seen the Warrior Poet Society? 
no thing. It's worth looking into. This okay. dude's the real deal. He's a retired ranger, and um, he's just real. I tell people it's like he's pursuing a degree in, you know, faith, unapologetic masculinity, and he's a tactician. Yeah, and uh, you know, he came down and and ran all the teachers through some courses, and we've we've had some follow up training, and you know, I I told it was important to me. I I won't. I want one on hand on everybody. It took me forever to to talk her into it, but she walks around with one now. Yeah, at all times, you know, if somebody tries to come in that school, I don't know if they'll idea. get shot, but they'll definitely get shot at. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we at least gonna be shooting back. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I, that's I cool. Think... You guys did that with the school. That is, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm see, like that's what we're talking about, dude. We talk about this on the show all the time is we need people to step up and provide solutions. It's not just about posting on the internet. Anybody can say what the problem is. Yeah, bro. Is. It's yeah. about taking some action. That's yeah. real action. Yeah. People's lives are going to be better because of that. Well, I, was, man, it, I told her yeah. it's like a service to the community, I feel yeah. like. It's not a business. It's not something that's going to you know, put us in a new house or, or take us to another tax bracket. But yeah. it, it is a service to the community. And, for and sure. We, I don't think you even knew what the, the need for that was in our community. But How long ago did you guys do that? She's just the first year. And you just see going good. Be, oh man, twenty eight. That is awesome, man. And she's had to turn several away. Yeah, you know, next year it'll be a whole new, a whole new deal. But we ended up tying up with the church. Uh, she, man, that's another thing that's uh, kind of a current event in my life. Is, is she got back? She got me back in the church. That was something I'd kind of gotten away from. And um, they actually ended up uh, kind of giving us a, a building to, or giving her a building. I say us. I can't really, honest to God, I can't take credit for anything to do with that school. Out, outside of those those three deal breakers I had, you know, um, she's t- taken off and ran with it. But, man, it's, uh, you know, the church stepped up and, and provided a building when we didn't have that. And, man, it's just, man, it's 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 been the answer to a lot of prayers. Yeah, that's you know awesome. What I mean, man. it's like, I, I, I'm blessed with a lot of things in my life. You yeah. know, God's, God's blessed me immensely, but. I mean, when he gave me that one right there, he really did me a solid. Yeah. Um. It, it. You know, she's uh. When, when you talk about being proactive and making choices, I think one of my biggest issues with social media in general is one they've effectively turned the entire world in into the worst of the worst aspects of a small town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The entire world's a small the gossip, town. the yes. drama. Yes. Right. The and energy sucking and what's not. Yeah. Right, dude. I totally get it. And. I just feel like, man, I, I see guys, and I and, and I know this myself. I'm an addict, right? I, I'm, I know I don't know if you guys know that part of my story or not, but uh, I, I was born that way. It's in, in my it's, my gene pool is riddled with addiction, and yeah. and I'm an addict. I'll die an addict, yeah. you know. Um, but it's uh, shit. I forgot where I was going with that. I just I just came straight out, told y'all I was an addict, and then lost my damn train of thought. Um, no, we were talking about how. Uh, your oh, wife, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So being an addict, man, you know, I downloaded TikTok on my phone because I yeah. want to see how it works when it started turning into a real thing, right? Like I want to learn this algorithm and how it could pertain to my business and how how it could, you know, make my business better. And management had kind of encouraged me to take a, you know, a more interactive route with, you know, Instagram and Facebook and Snapface and all that shit. <laughs> um, so I made an effort to it. I had all those apps on my phone. And then when I noticed it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm scrolling through and now I'm, living I'm your life, a rabbit hole, that, yeah. that, you know, and, uh, you know, for an addict and, and I see other people doing that and, 
man, when I noticed it, when I noticed myself doing it, I was like, this is a fucking problem. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I feel like now from a thousand feet view, I got it out of my phone. Right. And I'm seeing other people do it. And it's like, man, do you know what would happen if you spent 25% of the time that people spend on social media? If you take 25% of that time and put it in your home, in your church, in your community, into your family, into your fucking kids, these conversations are different. That's right. You know, the information on the internet is different. We're, we're in a different situation socially altogether if, if, if that happens. You know, there are people that live their entire life glued to that shit. Yeah, bro, I, most of these identities off of it. A lot, dude, it's a re- it causes like legit Major mental issue. illness. I actually talked about this last night. I was talking on the internet, right? Like, because it is a tremendous way to reach an audience. Absolutely. Right? Um, we wouldn't be here without it. But, <clears throat> you know, it's Valentine's Day, right? And everybody's posting how great their relationship is. And then on Christmas, everybody's posting the family photos with the matching pajamas. And, bro, there's a lot of motherfuckers that just don't have that in their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when, when you look around and the entire internet looks like it's perfect, and you're the only one that's not, and you know that your life is completely fucked up, you know, it starts to make us mentally not right. Absolutely. You and know? you know what's fucked up, too, is a lot of people that are poaching those... Poaching They're full those, of shit. Their yeah, life ain't right that's what I was that saying. Bro, either. that's what I was fucking saying on the story. that room looked like five minutes Bro, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the mom is screaming at the <laughs> exactly. kids, calling them little shits, telling them, you better stand there and fucking smile. <laughs> like, you know, like, that's if what's you, going on. Yeah, if you right? post the behind the scenes yeah. of the pajama photo, yes. I'm here for it. Yes. And dude, the internet used to be that. It used to be real life, man. Like, it used to be like your dogs... Your kids and, you know, your, what's going on or what your thoughts are. Now it's all brand. It's like Absolutely. all it's marketing. It's Everything all marketing. marketing and yeah. even regular yeah. families are marketing themselves as the perfect family. Right. And it's like, motherfucker, I know you ain't perfect. <laughs> I'm sure as fuck ain't perfect. Y'all are full of shit. Yeah. And that's the, that was the basis of the story last night, bro. And people were loving it because they were like, bro, every holiday. Because, like, dude, you know. It's hard for people that don't have a close, tight family when they see an entire family and a thousand in a row with matching pajamas, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that shit kind of sucks, you know? Like, Emily and I weren't able to have kids, so when we see that shit, we're just like, well, fuck, should we put our pajamas on? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wear, like, I wear my pajamas with you. Yeah, I think just, you should. Yeah, bro, it's just... It's you just, want matching pajamas, Andy? Huh? I'll match- do it with you. I'm upset. Yeah. We can do it. Yeah, we'll do it as a family. All right. All right. I'm down. I'm I'll, down with that. It'd be like, it'd be like the blind side. I ain't gonna lie, she had me in some matching pajamas for time. Big black fella sitting right behind Here we go. Here we go. I was waiting on that card. No, 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 no. He's got an ace up his sleeve. I got to have a talk with DJ before the show. I said, now look, we got to keep the racism to a minimum, DJ. Like, last one. Yeah. Like, y'all don't have to worry about me. You got to worry about him. But dude, I I think you're completely right, man. I think the internet is fake as fuck. I think it's setting a terrible example for people at this point in time. I think everybody's full of shit for the most part. Nobody's sharing their hard days. Or if they are sharing their hard days, that becomes their entire brand. So we have this we have this polarization of content, which is I'm either a victim and I'm something wrong with me every day, and this is my brand, or my shit is perfect, and that's my brand. And the yeah. reality is, is for every single motherfucker listening and all of you guys watching, you're somewhere in the middle, bro. Don't lie about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Keep it real, man. 
Like, fuck, there are days where I don't want to get the fuck out of bed, bro. I have to. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a choice. There are days where, you know, I feel like I'm king of the world, and there are days where I'm like, fuck, this really sucks. You know what I'm saying? And that's life. Yeah. You know, and we forget that because social media has become just all this big marketing shit that people perceive as real life, you know? Oh, for sure. And it's damaging. It is damaging. It's damaging to the family unit when you could go online and see four gazillion half naked women 24 hours a day. That's that's fucking that that's it ain't supposed to be like that. Well, listen, bro. Supposed to work for it. <laughs> no, it's not being real. It's real shit. Like, you, you're supposed that's to true. work for it. Yeah, like, it's just it's right there, available, free. Bro, you you could go on OnlyFans and see every girl you know, butthole, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you were supposed to like earn no, that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> into it. I'm telling you. Could you imagine growing up a young dude like you're fucking 17 years old and you look on the internet and every single attractive female you look you can see for like three bucks? Like, yeah. bro, that's going to keep you home. That's going to keep you in the basement on the video games, bro. You know what got me out and made me build all this shit and do all these things? I wanted to meet chicks, bro. Yeah, Real yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was it. I was fucking fat. I grew up. I didn't have fucking no girls like me. I wanted girls to like me. So it motivated me to go out and do things. Yeah. And, like, obviously, that changed as I matured and got older. Slightly matured, right? But the truth of the matter is, is, like, that's a huge motivating factor for men. And doing. now, like, dude, back in the day, yeah, there was porn, but it was like your buddy had like two magazines that you had to hide under like four piles of bricks in your neighbor's yard, <laughs> you know? And you guys went on like this hunt. And, yeah. yeah. And you like looked at it and like then you put it back. And it, everybody knew where the stash was, you, you know? Look at it long enough to try to just see yeah. it. I'm yeah. I'm going to do this in about four hours. That's so right, bro. Yeah. Now these motherfuckers whipping out their meat and doing it together, man. It's weird yeah. shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all motherfuckers man. are weird, dude. Who's doing that? Them young dudes. That's what they do now? I fucking, I saw this dude on the internet. Well, that, talk, is that what you guys do now? But not ain't young. He's thirty, bro. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's thirty. He's a grown man now. Joe, as is that yesterday. what you guys do now? Joe ain't young either. No, he's young. How old are you? That's too old to be jerking off with your buddies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I hey, there's some shit you don't do with your friends. I feel like that's one up, bro. I saw this account on the internet that was like pr- propagating, like, dude, that's a whole nother thing. Masculine energy, and this guy was talking about masculine energy be, being like getting with your friends and fucking jerking off together. A jerk, sir. It's on the internet, dude. Like this is the shit we're consuming on the internet. Well, you guys are consuming. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not consuming it. Nasty ass. Man. I didn't happen to see you it. Did. Though. <laughs> hey, you got down a, a weird. Your algorithm, bro, is a little. <laughs> I get sent some interesting shit. All right, I get sent some interesting shit. Hey man. Let's, but anyway, let's get into it, man. Yeah. But dude, do- I I want to say this. I want to say this before we get into the show. Bro, it means a hell of a lot that you're here. Um, you invited me to go on a duck hunting trip back in November. I wasn't able to go. I want to hit that with you at the next available opportunity. I've never been hunting. I've never been duck hunting. Now, that's and, healthy masculine yeah, energy. Yeah, right no, no jerking off together. Yeah, no we, we, okay, yeah. all right. We ain't going to be doing none of that. <laughs> Just making sure. I'm too self-conscious. <laughs> I'm hung like well, a girl. You don't invite me there. I just want to say thank you so much for... Uh, for everything, man. Like, thanks for going up there, being brave, saying what you believe. I know it don't feel like being brave because it's just who you are, but it, it is brave. It's showing a good example for people to speak up, stand up, have standards, and uh, America needs it now. Absolutely. And it's it's badass, dude. And you know what? About being outspoken, too. 
I'm to a chapter in my life where I'm I'm okay for the first time in my life. I don't ever remember being a cha- in a chapter in my life where I was okay being wrong. Yeah. If I speak out about something and I'm and you can prove to me that yeah. I'm wrong, and hey, I'll learn. Bro, it makes the world a lot easier when you can say you're wrong. Absolutely. It really it took me a long time to learn that too, dude. Yeah. But I'm the same. I'm the same, and I'm also okay with people disagreeing. That, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, hey, this is my opinion. Like when when we do this show, there's always people that are like, Andy, I think you're wrong here. Andy, this is bullshit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll consider that. Yeah. I probably will still think what I think, but yeah. you can think what you think. And I think that's what's healthy for America, man. Like, when you're talking earlier about everybody kind of being in the middle, I feel like that is the case. I don't, mm-hmm. when we walk down the street, bro, black people and white people are getting along. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, this, this division that we're facing is all bullshit. And we're being forced to pick between two sides which neither side has our interests in mind or this country's interests in mind. They have their own interests in mind. And so when we walk through society and we talk about the issues going on, I think it is important for everybody to realize like, hey, man, um, most people are good. Most people are cool. Most people want the same things. They want to be left alone. They want to pay low taxes. They want to be able to make some money. They want to live their lives. They don't want to be yelled at because of their beliefs or called names or bullied and bro, we want to be not like, dude, when I go out in public, people are nice. They're not rude. Like even dude, even like we joke, right? Like we went to the Apple store a few weeks ago and I made this joke about non-binary people, like the they thems. I said there was a lot of them and there was, a lot of thems. there was, but I'll say this. <laughs> they were all fucking nice as shit. Everybody was cool. You know what I'm saying? America, like. Well, I think they were trying to figure out how we were walking around together. Uh, yeah. I think that's true. They cool. thought we were a gay interracial couple, so we were getting preference. Oh, that's, what that's what it was. That's what it was. That makes sense know. now. I got you. They were nice yeah. to us because they didn't know we were a couple of white supremacist us. domestic terrorists. Exactly. Oh shit. Yeah. Especially you. But bro, I, I say that with Hitler's dream baby. <laughs> I literally call him Aryan Kaiser. <laughs> like, he's Aaron. like the perfect white dude. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, Blonde look at him. Blue eyed, I'm yeah. telling you. That's what the little man was like. Well, how tall are you? 6'4? Yeah, 6'4, perfect build, blue eyes, blonde hair. The little dude with the mustache was trying to build that. <laughs> tell you, that's what it was all about. Oh, man. Of fucking Aaron's walking around. I, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Let's go break the fucking internet. Well, bro, seriously, man, it's it's fucking awesome that you're here. No, I'm stoked to be yeah. here, man. Yeah. Well, guys, let's get into it. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfasella.com. You guys can find the link there. Uh, before we get to our first headline, uh, you, I know you like Dana White. I love Dana White. Dana mm. White? Big fan. Uh, did you guys see what happened in his most recent podcast interview? <laughs> yeah, it was a great. Did yeah, you see no, this? No. This is great. Yeah, so check this out. UFC Chief Dana White leaves podcast host stunned by walking off at start of interview. I'm literally done. So Dana White sparked mass confusion on a podcast by walking out less than a minute after it started. The UFC CEO was appearing on the Howie Mandel Does Stuff show before the bizarre incident occurred. Um, he was set alongside comedian Ginger Billy, host Howie Mandel, and his daughter Jacqueline Schultz. Podcast started with Mandel giving a glowing tribute of White, expressing his gratitude for the 54-year-old's time. Here is the video clip. Let's talk about it. Not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration. You are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships 
and media is uh, I'm, I'm jealous. And but Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it. I, I am so fucking tired of doing podcasts. It's I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. <laughs> He walks out. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I want to start by saying thank you for not leaving yet. Thirty-four minutes in, we're still good. Look how confused they are, bro. That's so uncomfortable. He does not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the greatest shit I've ever seen, bro. At least this year, it's perfect. But so far this year, this is the best shit I've seen. I love it, but. We don't know why. Like, the, yeah, what's the back? Nobody there knows. Is no backstory. Bro, There's no backstory. I'll fucking it? tell you exactly why. What do you, what do you, what I'm going to tell you exactly why he left. First of all, I bet they don't know each other worth a fuck. Okay, and you got this guy who is liberal minded, who says all this fucking weird ass shit all the time, pretending like they're best friends, dude. You're a philosopher. You're Dana White is a real motherfucker, bro. Like he's a real dude. Like he is. He's a genius businessman. He is smart as fuck. He's a strategic guy. Like, when you talk to guys like that, they're not just hearing what you're saying. They're automatically on the spot evaluating, why is they saying this? And what's going on here? What's the And you can see his fucking wheels turning. And by the way, this is all my speculation. Dana could hear this and be like, Andy, you're full of shit. Mm -hmm. But here's the reality. How I read that was Dana knew he was in for some bullshit from the start because of how he was pouring it on. And dude, what yeah. I see him, ha- what I see happening there, was he recognized that he's getting set up for some fucking stupid shit, and he's like, "Fuck it, I ain't even doing it." Yeah, if it opens up like that, yeah, it's almost like he's 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 giving you the positive up front. Now we're gonna drop a bomb here in a minute. Yeah, like walking into Vince or Trump, and right, Rock, right, yeah, or, or whatever. Right. Yeah, there's there's a hidden agenda in there. That, that's that what would I, be my spotty. That's thing. what I thought too, bro. Mm, yeah. And like, dude, we see this shit. Like, just because someone is has a podcast or goes on a podcast, we don't know who the fuck these people are. We don't know what the fuck they're going to do. And this guy has to be super careful about who he's around and what he's... In, you know what I'm saying? Automatically Bro, he's automatically he's, he's, yeah. he, The light that shines on him is so fucking bright all the time that, like, bro, when this kind of shit creeps up, he's, he's just gotten to the point, and honestly, where I need to get to, too, where it's just like, fuck this, I'm not doing this shit. Because for me, dude, I get, like, too nice. I'm like, oh, well, you know. Uh, and then I end up getting fucked. You know? Like, so, dude, you when nice, I. nice, you get fucked. Yeah, bro, it's real true. When you, when you have some recognition. I mean, bro, you're legitimately fucking famous, like, legendary famous. And I'm sure you know. I mean, you've experienced all this shit in your life. But, like, dude, when you have a name. And I didn't know that, bro. I'm not even famous, but I, I'm famous enough to where people want to, like, stand next to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you are. Well, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Yeah, bro. I got like, no, I told, Imagine I told being you. like him. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, like, you're yeah, running a $10 billion company, and people want to stand next to you, and then they want to leverage your name. And, bro, it ain't always good. And when you see the good in people and you you try to do solids for people and be nice to people, and then they end up fucking taking advantage of it. And, mm-hmm. bro, that's what I see there. I see, I see him recognizing a pattern that's happened to him over and over and over and over again and saying, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. And I think it's great. Yeah, I love it. I, I hope he, he told me he would do my show, so I hope he's still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not open. Up. Yeah. 
Dana, if you come on the show, I won't bullshit you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't need nothing from you, man. Yeah, I'm not going to try to blow you before yeah. we start it. Just yeah. come on the show and talk some shit. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about why you're Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Guys, tell us what you think down in the comments, yeah. why, uh, why Dana walked out. Let I mean, bro, you see it that way, too? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He, he, you start off an interview blowing somebody. There's, there's that hard. That was hard. Something. Yeah. That was hard. That was the full gawk, gawk, gawk special. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, like yeah, he's getting all the fucking inches down the there. Bumper. Yeah. Yeah. All of Dana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a straight. He, he could have sucked a basketball through a garden hose. <laughs> That's fucking right, dude. <laughs> anyway, that was my favorite thing that happened all year so far. Yeah, yeah, we can end the show. Awesome. It's good. No, I like it. Bro, I love Dana White's fuck you, bro. That's what America needs. Yeah. America needs more of that. I don't uh, know absolutely. if he realizes how much, like, he gives a lot of people permission by doing shit like that. Like, he gives them the permission. I to think Dana's one of the attitude. smartest dudes on the fucking planet, you know strategically. You don't get to that level by accident, bro. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I think I'm he's very is, aware that he's setting an example, but yeah. it also aligns with who he is, just like Brantley. Yeah. Brantley, like, I'm not speaking for you, but. I think you know that what your message is important, but it's also who you are genuinely. Yeah. You know, but dude, my job's never been a job. I mean, I mean, my wife can tell you this: it's it's my life, yeah. dude. I mean, it's it's literally my my job's never never been a job. So, like I said, it was about telling a story, but yeah, inherently, uh, you know, who you are bleeds all over that yeah. stuff, especially music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't dude. write songs about shit. I don't have conversations, about. bro. And that's the difference between we could get on this conversation for hours, but that's the difference between great music and fucking. Okay, music. Yeah. You know, great music. Like we were talking about Jamie Johnson before the show. The reason Jamie Johnson is so is Jamie Johnson is because his shit is real, dude. Oh, well. You, you, you. It's deep. It real. It touches you. Your shit's the same way, bro. I really want you to meet yeah. him. I'm gonna I'd make that to. happen. For my thirtieth birthday, uh, my birthday, my thirtieth birthday present, Emily took me to a concert of his. At Kansas City Power and Light, bro. It was one of the coolest things I ever saw. Are you talking about somebody that'll yeah. give it to you straight, too? God, dog. And he'll do it on stage. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's done it to radio stations. Like, not too long ago, he went off like this radio station was promoting it or something. And they got up on stage at one point and he was like, Y'all get the fuck off. Y'all don't play my shit no way. <laughs> And then they responded, like, on social media. They were like, we actually play your songs all the time. And he was like, yeah, not my current shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody plays old shit, man. <laughs> yeah, That's great. Well, the good thing about his old shit is that it ain't ever going anywhere. No. That's how fucking great it is. Well, you were talking about In Color. You said it's on, on your yeah. ring. Uh-huh. Man, I, I, do th I do think that's the best country song of our generation. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's, I don't think there's anything close second. I, st I started taking guitar lessons when I was 30, and I played, uh, I took lessons till I was 35 and then just got away from it. And the whole reason I started playing was because of that song. Hell yeah. Yeah. The whole, I wanted to learn that song. I never learned it, though. Dude, Five I years. <laughs> Dude, when I heard that, I was like, as a songwriter, that's one of them you hear and you're like, motherfucker, why... Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> and the way it's written, like there's there's no way. It's perfect flow, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and every now and then when something comes out like that, that's just freaking legendary. Like I'll try to poke holes on it and say, yeah. "Would I have said this different?" If if you if you change anything about that song, it gets worse. It, you screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's perfect. All right. Anyway, go Dana. Yeah, go Dana White. Yeah. Hell yeah, guys. Uh, let's get into our first headline. Headline number one. Headline number one reads. 
CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted 26 Trump associates before 2016 Russia collusion claims. Report. You guys see this? Mm-mm. No. Oh, it's a big deal. But I mean, we, we, I believe we've talked about this a number of times. We've but talked is this about surprising this. to anybody in this room? Absolutely not. Here's the thing. I mean, but like this report has unopened and unleashed a shit ton of shit. The fact that it's hitting mainstream media now is a big deal. It's a big, it's a yeah. big deal. And, and and honestly, you know, some of the things that have come out in this, like it's complete, like nobody even saw that it was that deep. Like it's deep, deep. Right. So, oh, so get in there deep. Let's get into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can, I yeah. can get in there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet you. Bro, can. don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. You're half white. I know what part is half. No, I know no, what part no, is white. Oh no, no. no. Yeah. Listen, I am black from the wallet down. All right. <laughs> oh shit. We used to say we wouldn't do that. I'm sorry, my bad. Shit. Sorry. Oh fuck, dude. It's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We said we was getting in the weed. That's right, that's right. I'm done. That's it. No more. All right. <clears throat> the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, which triggered the allegations that the former president's campaign had been colluding with Russia, according to a report. Former CIA director John Brennan identified and presented the targets to the U.S. intelligence sharing partners in the so-called Five Eyes agencies, the intelligence gathering organizations in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, according to a report published Monday on Michael Schellenberger's public substack. The report by independent journalists Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi uh, and Alex Gutentag has not been confirmed by the Post. They cite multiple unnamed sources, including ones close to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, led by Representative Mike Turner. Um, Turner's office did not respond to the Post request for comment. Uh, now, Jesse Waters did a really, really good debrief of this, and I got the clip, so let's just watch a little bit. Was this, this? Out of, that was out of the Washington Post? What's that? No, this is New York Post. Oh, okay. Well, hell, that's that's, that's even worse. Oh, no, we have mainstream starting to pick this stuff yeah. up now. Okay, it's yeah. a big deal. Uh, but yeah, it's so becoming that, unhideable. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what it is, and I mean that, that's their biggest fuck up that they haven't accounted for. Is like, dude, the sp- you can't stop the spread of information. You just no. can't. Like, that's the one positive about social media. As much uh, you know, there's plenty of negatives, but you can't stop the spread, bro. No. Like, there's just too many people getting the stuff too quick. Me well, dude, when that. you think about when you think about how Facebook came around, right? You know, one day it was. Uh, you were you got you you do any tinfoil? You you loyal, are you loyal to the? T- That's not tinfoil. What's the fucking CIA stopped a, uh, an operation on one day, and the next day it was what was it called? Fake. It was uh, called, it was a called a lifebook. Lifebook. Life lifebook or something, or like, something that, yeah. like that. So the CIA had this operation called Lifebook, and what it was was an operation. No, it was called something else. What was it? We covered it on the show a couple years ago. So anyway, they had a social media network that the CIA made to spy on people and to get their information, and they closed the operation. And the very next day, like legit the next day, Facebook was founded. The very next day. That's not conspiracy, bro. That's not coincidence. No Okay, so what's interesting is all of this shit that these people have created to get information and sort of control the narrative in society is now blowing up in their face. Yeah. That's what's happening. Well, I like that. Yeah, me yeah, too. It's wild. And then when you look at like, even with the, the section two thirty stuff and like how all these organizations are protected, 
you know, and then who they give money to to keep their protection. Like it's old school mafia stuff, right? Um, yeah, I, I want to say I think it was like it was life life log something like that. I, yeah, it was life log. That's what it was life, called. Life. Yeah. Hell, yeah. 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 some shit, man. Yeah, it was a DOD. And the government's the biggest gang in this country. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, by a big one. Yeah. Like, we, we we but the pro the thing is we got to fix that. No. We got to make our gang bigger. Well, it looks like it's happening. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so let's watch this clip from Jesse Waters. This is his debrief of this uh, this whole report. Here it is. Brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. And then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified, and now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Joining me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions, and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it? What's that? Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder. But uh, as a friend of, uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. And we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government initiated 
the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah, and then going to great lengths. Hold on now. <clears throat> do we really think there's ever been an election that wasn't fucked with in one way, form, or fashion? I, I think that started happening after Kennedy was assassinated. Yeah, I think before that we had real, real elections. Really, and I think prior to that or after that, I think that's when it switched. That's where, because dude, by all accounts, Tucker Carlson call, covered this pretty in depth, and it seems convincing. And we don't know because they haven't released the official story, but I mean, <clears throat> they drew a lot of dots that said our own CIA assassinated President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So what RFK, um, you know, our independent presidential candidate right now says is that that a lot of people think a coup happened in 2020 but what rfk is saying is that a coup actually happened when kennedy was killed and, and then everything since then has been theater of it yeah ah so that and i actually think that's correct from everything that i situated with that for a minute man yeah. i had to know what happened because yeah. it was the mob side right and the secret service side and the cia yeah side. well and if you think about it <clears throat> It makes sense for what this story, you know, that kind of naturally ties into what this story is all about. You know, a lot of people that haven't been, and this is the big problem with what's been going on in the world, is that it's so complicated and it sounds so outlandish that most people who are just trying to live their lives can't follow along. You know, like when they make the economy as hard as they made it and they make the situation for the working class as hard as they made it. That makes it very hard for them to follow along with what's actually going on. And when we look at this, like, and people really break down what's happened here, allegedly, which means true, um, the CIA, Brennan told the, 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 the Five Eyes intelligence, okay, foreign allies to spy on Trump and his closest people. And then Hillary Clinton hired Christopher Steele to make up the Steele dossier, which was the whole entire crime of Donald Trump. He's mm-hmm. a Russian asset. He and it was made up, completely fabricated, just like this was fabricated. Okay, so when we look at what the reason is for why they hate this man so much, it's because he's not part of the establishment, and they're trying to do everything they can to keep him out. And then when we think about what's happened since then, right, since 2016, when this whole entire shit came about, the media, uh, every single channel, every single media outlet, every single one, every single celebrity in Hollywood, every single influential person, all of these people came out against Trump saying that he was a Russian asset and the story has now been shown to be completely fabricated. Mm. So what... What is the punishment for that? Because to me, that's treason. Because when we look at the disruption that that's created in society, mm. it's created eight years of complete 
chaos in society. It's destroyed friendships. It's destroyed households. You can't have a political discussion with anybody anymore because they hate Donald Trump so much. And when you dig into why they hate him, it's because of shit that was completely fabricated out of the air. So a few people, a few very powerful people created this narrative that has now created this cultural divide, the societal divide that we're dealing with now in mm. culture, you know, and do what's the punishment for that going to be? You know, that's that's what, so many layers of insulation. I, I believe in my heart of hearts, man, there's there's so many layers of insulation. Those those two on the screen right there. Yeah. They ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, it would have to be. They, they aren't going anywhere unless someone like me gets in. Like, that's real talk, bro. Yeah. I'm putting them motherfuckers in a wood chipper, dude. Yeah. Real talk, bro. <laughs> Listen, this is treat. This is this is so incredibly damaging to our country because of the division that it's spurred and created. And then when we think about the media's relentless division over race, over politics, over sexual preference or orientation, over all these issues, this is all for their gain and our loss. And so, dude, we have to start recognizing the true story. No matter what you think of Donald Trump, you can think whatever you want. You could say, he's not for me. He's not my cup of tea. I don't like the way he talks, blah, blah. Personally, I understand where he's coming from because the reason he's so fucking cocky and he, the way he says shit is because everybody else is dogging him all the time. He has to stand up for himself. I understand that. You got to toot your own horn. You have to. If you don't toot your own shit, bro, nobody else is going to toot it for you, especially when everybody else hates you. And the biggest power matrix that's ever existed in the history of humankind hates you the most. So I get it. But like for a lot of people, they just can't stand his personality or his ego. He does have a big ego. You have to have a big ego to get where he's at in life. That's reality. It's required. They don't like that shit. But dudes, all that shit aside, what we have here is we have people who have decided that their control over us is more important than destroying our entire culture, our entire society, making our entire way of life difficult, disturbing the middle class, pushing the middle class into poverty through all the COVID shit. Like this is not coincidence. This is orchestrated tyranny that's been happening for years and years and years in this country. And this is just a major piece of evidence that's proving that it's actually true it's not just some shit that some podcaster's saying right like yeah. here it is it's not man. conspiracy theory man this is a real conspiracy and i agree with you dude like these guys they they are so insolent that's why they're comfortable doing it Absolutely. they're so comfortable that they they don't they don't feel fear to do things like this but in in what i think america's supposed to be we talk about the second amendment they're supposed to be afraid of us they're supposed yeah. to be respectful of us. Yeah. And, you know, I see all these people when they talk about the Second Amendment, they say, oh, the Second Amendment, I lost my guns in a boating accident. No, dude, that's pussy. If it's time to lose them, it's time to use them, bro. That's real shit. Come on. Please. Yeah. Come like, on. we're not lying about this, motherfucker. I got all the guns. I got a fucking tank. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. Two of them. Like, yeah, yeah, that's no shit. <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying, like, bro, we have to start standing up to them and saying, hey, if you push this line any further, fuck off. Because, dude, they, these people are way too comfortable, bro. Way too comfortable. I mean, dude, the like, fact dude, if the I was president, president of the United States and the fucking, we had 500 million guns in this country, I would be respectful of that. Absolutely. I would say, hey, 
we got to care about these people. And I would do it out of my, what I care about this country, you know, like everybody, dude, we're Americans, bro. We're not black Americans. We're not white Americans. We're fucking Americans, dude. And we got to start realizing that the people that we've elected or <laughs> they've elected themselves, right? Uh, <laughs> Whatever happened there. Yeah, <laughs> however they got there, they don't give a shit about us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. <sighs> dude, it's just crazy to think too, like when you got the, the, the president and, and getting up on the stage and telling American citizens that if they're frustrated with their government, how it's running, and if they think they can overthrow the government, that they're going to need F-16s. and Like, how how cocky is that? Well, yeah, but, who are you going to get to fly them, homie? Not, not only that, bro. Um, you got all the the people that support him saying, yeah, you ain't going to do shit. It's like, bro, you you live next door to me. And you ain't got shit. Like, if this, <laughs> yeah. If this shit cracks off, I'm coming to your house first, motherfucker, just yeah. so you know. And I'm taking all your fucking food. And yeah. fuck you. Yep. Uh, except for the vegan shit. You can have that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, they don't think. No. Here's the thing. When I, when I see something like that, man, I, I feel like. It's it's almost common sense. In the back of our mind, we all know this shit's been going on. Yeah. Like for a long time, right? But to to see major news networks covered is different. Yeah, yeah bro. I think that's a different I think this will if people man, I, you know, part of me thinks like, dude, it'll open people's eyes, but then part of me thinks some of these people are so stuck in their ways, bro, they'll ride to the bottom. Hmm. You know, there's 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 some dangerous mentalities in this country. Yeah. You know, the the sheep thing is real. Yeah, man. You know, like, well, well, we've in, also been so far removed from conflict, too. I mean, we're talking hundreds of years of, of like, where the- Conflict here. In in this country. Right. Like, we are so far removed from it that most people don't know what that looks like, smells like, or could even fathom that being the reality of something that can actually happen. I guarantee you the minute it starts happening, bro, they're going to be saying, fuck, dude, Trump wouldn't have let this happen. Oh, they'll be on. They'll be on fucking Snapface trying to figure out what what everybody else is yeah. doing. Well, That's here's the, the thing, man. Like you know, it, it, when it comes to politics, you, like you said, you say what you want to. But I think he's funny as fuck. He, we met him. Uh, he did a, a rally down near the house and Daddy actually T? used you met our Daddy bus. T? Yeah, yeah. And, and he met my wife, and I knew one of the Secret Service guys. So I was chopping it up with him, and I didn't know it was our. You know, we were supposed to be taking a picture, or whatever. I walk up. He, I mean, I won't say he was hitting on my wife, but he he, <laughs> he was telling her how pretty she was, and I was like, oh, you goddamn right." Who's that you sound know? like? You know that mean? sounds like my fucking dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, did he do it out there, dude? I, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> you know, he wasn't being disrespectful or nothing like that. But I, I, you know, if you hate the dude, it is it is what it is. But, I, but if you hate him, bro, agree on this. How many people you think legitimately? I I can't. I don't remember. Uh an election where people didn't necessarily vote for the winner. They voted against somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anybody. I don't know that I've had a conversation with anybody that voted for for Joe Biden. That's right. They voted against Donald Trump. Yeah, nobody did, bro. Yeah, I mean, and And that's that's the danger of- dangerous shit right there, buddy. Hey, man, you can say what you want to about the guy, but- Bro, I I I like him too, dude. He resonates with my personality, and I I don't resonate with everybody. Neither do you, right? Yeah. Like we're we're a we're an acquired taste, Absolutely. so to speak. And uh, you know, when I see him, dude, I I you know, there's things I don't agree with it, that he says or does sometimes, but in general, the guys to me, how I read it is he's a fucking independent guy who's an entrepreneur who's become very successful in life, and he decided to give up 
all of that sh- and bro you know that success bro like like people don't understand what this guy's given up man you're giving yeah. this guy flies on a fucking full-size airliner as his private jet yeah. there are no limitations to a life like that that means like if we're sitting here and we say hey let's go to dubai when i know let's just go like that's the life that he gave up yeah to do this and and you think he did that because he wants to go get abused just for his own ego like that's a hard thing for me to reconcile when people talk shit on him i'm like bro this guy gave up the best life that he could have ever built really probably one of the best lives that anybody's ever built when you consider he was a he was an icon culturally he's a multi-billionaire he's got He's in the social circles of every circle on, in the face of the earth, royalty, leaders, everybody. And he gave that up to come do this job of service, which is a job of service. And these guys don't like that. They don't want that. They want one of them. Yeah. They won't play the game. Yeah. And so, like, to me, dude, you know, I, I sometimes when Trump, you know, I got to keep it real, dude. Like, when, when people say dumb shit or do dumb shit, I got to say what it is. But, like... Sometimes, like, I didn't like what he did with the vaccine shit and Operation Warp Speed and all this shit, but I also recognize the tremendous amount of social pressure that was on that man's back at that time to make a decision. Because had he just said, no, fuck the vaccines, like a lot of people wanted to say, you guys would have crucified him for that shit. You know, so like being told by somebody that is supposed to be. You're being told by the guy who has been the head of national health for 40 years that this is going to kill people if you don't do this, right. bro. Like, people right. can't put themselves in that position because most people have never led anything. You know, like, you, like, like, dude, if I'm in this building, like, I don't, dude, we got 500 employees, bro. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on out, out on the outskirts, bro. Someone comes to me and says, hey, if we don't fucking do that, somebody I trust, somebody who's, you know, hey, if we don't do this, bro, we're going to lose the fucking ship. Guess what? I'm we're fucking doing, doing it. it. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, dude, that's, that's what people don't understand. And so... I do talk about the things that I don't like, but all in all, bro, I mean, this guy is the closest thing. He's the only thing that's good. Like, dude, if we get four more years of Biden, we're fucked. Uh, like, our yeah, country's yeah. over, dude. And it's not going to be Biden. It'll be somebody that's going to do worse damage. Yeah. yeah. I heard a funny story about Trump. Dude, he's, I do have to say this. Like, what kills me about him is I, I understand. Like, I'm, I'm not a big Joe Biden fan, right? I'm not hanging on Trump's nuts either, <laughs> yeah. but I, I'm I'm not a huge Joe Biden fan. Uh, I mean, he's but I don't shit. have fervent hate towards the man. I do. You know what I'm saying? When when you see people, but here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm saying. When Trump comes up in conversation, you, and we've talked about, you know, the lack, of, you know, in society, we've we've lost the ability to have a conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's just it's it's so heated that yeah. you, you know Trump's name comes up. I know people. And do business with people that if his name comes up, they're just disgusted. Yeah, and just for sure. Pissed I'll be goddamn if anybody's ever going to have enough control over me. Right. Especially if somebody's my fucking enemy. Well, I think that's a difference between the culture of of the Trump side and the Biden side, bro, or the, the common sense side and the progressive side. Right. I do. I do not like Joe Biden. I think he's a traitor. I think he's on the payroll of China. I think he's fucking destroying our country, which my grandfather fucking died for. Okay, that pisses me the fuck off. So I have no love for the dude at all. But like if like somebody like I have plenty of friends who are like, yeah, dude, I voted for Biden and I don't fucking hate them. Right. You know, the, the problem is those people If you say I voted for Trump. They fucking hate you. Yeah. They don't just hate Trump. They hate you. 
Yeah. You know, I just look at people and I'm like, well, that's unfortunate, bro. You need to get better about making your critical decisions in life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know? it's important. Yeah. It's important. Anyway, but dude, I heard this funny story about Trump one time, bro. He, <laughs> It's got to be true. A buddy of mine went to the White House. They, uh, they, they won a, uh, they won a World Series, okay? And he went to the White House and they have McDonald's for him. When he when they got Trump loves McDonald's apparently Big Macs and shit, so they go in, they walk in, <laughs> Trump walks in, and he's like, "Oh, you guys like McDonald's?" And it's all these athletes and shit, and uh, so they eat their McDonald's because they don't want to disrespect the president. And he goes, "All right, which one of you fuckers wants to see the Oval Office?" <laughs> so apparently, apparently he's like a pretty real dude, like in uh, real life. Man, we were at Kid. I was at Kid Rock's house the other day and. He FaceTimed him. How do you say him. that so casually? Uh, oh, that's like, badass. He's just speed over. Bro, I Hold say on. that shit all the time. That's his <laughs> life, dude. That's his life. Yeah, I, I tell Rock's house. On the show every day, bro, I'm like, not every day, but a lot. I'm like, bro, we need more fucking Dana White. We need more Kid Rock. We need more America. Fuck you. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah. That dude is, he is literally a walking middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this. You, how many, how many, do you know how many number one songs Kid Rock had? Probably a shit ton. Zero? What? No. Really? Shit, dude. Maybe it's just me. Fact I like check, his no, shit. Fact check that. But he he really? had yeah. So he had opportunities to have number ones and, and I don't know how comfortable we'd be. We'd be he said, a "Fuck off." Of the stories, but yeah, yeah. I mean, one of them was really close, and he told Oprah to suck his dick sideways. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one was pretty close, and he was supposed to kind of tip the hat to a guy, and, and he said some shit he shouldn't have. And he, dude, hearing him tell the story is funny shit because before the interview, he's like sitting backstage, and he's going, "You know, his team's telling him all you got to do is you know kind of tip the hat, and you have number one." And he's sitting backstage going. I fucking want a number one. What if it fucks everything up? So it's like, yeah, zero. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. He he is the ultimate walking middle finger. Yeah. And I love that about him. But yeah. he, he is that dude. Uh, uh, you know, you got, there's Bob and then there's Kid Rock. Hmm. You, you get Bob for, for, for a little bit of the day and then when Kid Rock kicks in. But I, I respect both of them. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, one's a little crass, but he's fucking honest, dude. Bro, you don't have I to love wonder it. where he stands on anything. Mm. Um, I love his music too, dude. Like, he, oh, dude, yeah. how many guys have done rap, hip-hop, rock, country? Nobody's fucking done that. Every, at high level. And nobody ever yeah. will do that yeah. again because it won't be the first time. That's you know, that, his, that his favorite song of mine that a lot of people don't really listen to, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's fucking great. It's, it's called Cocky. Bro, it's it such a great fucking song. If you back it up. Well, you were talking yeah. about Trump a minute yeah. ago. I was like, yeah. I, I had that in the back of yeah. my mind. But dude, it's funny shit. So Gary Lavox. This oh, you got a Bentley? Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're 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 there. It is Gary Lavox, lead singer from Rascal Flats. Yeah. Cause dude, I'll be honest with you, the first time I met Gary, I didn't know what to think because I'd heard I'd heard his voice and I'd heard the band and I, you know, I you just don't know what it's to pretty out of people. It's yeah. pretty. So yeah. we we were doing a NASCAR event together. He they were singing the national anthem. We were playing a show, and uh, we're at the drivers' meeting. And I won't say what driver it was. There's a driver come up and went to talking to him. And I don't know if he didn't like Gary or what the deal was. But he was like, "Man, I think I got one of y'all CDs. It's on a burnt CD and it's rolling around the floorboard of my truck." <laughs> oh, dude. And I remember the first thing I saw when I walked up to Gary. This is the first time I ever met him. Was he had a dip in? So I was like, "Okay." 
That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, then the next thing that happens is that driver walks up and says and says that, and I'm like, I'm about to get everything I need to know on whether or not I like this motherfucker. And dude, I'm not shitting you. That, the minute he said that, Gary kind of. And dude, he spit an inch from that dude's little race boot. Yeah. And it was a little dude. Yeah. Know, yeah. Goes, That's a real cute outfit you got on there, boy. <laughs> that was the last thing I ever saw coming out of that spike haired boy band motherfucker's mouth. Oh, I swear to God on my life. And I was like, I love you forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's over there. Kid, fucking Bob uh, FaceTimes Trump. And. Don't get him on FaceTime and then back to back just called him. And this is, we're, we're getting a little later in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he FaceTimes him and then double hits him, calls him, and he picks up. Meanwhile, Gary's got Junior on FaceTime and they ended up talking to each other through FaceTime. <laughs> through, uh, and we're sitting in the studio. And dude, it, honestly, it was, it was kind of a cool experience because it was like, you got to see him behind the scenes just be a family. And yeah. they really, it was like a father-son yeah. like yeah. moment. It was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. But to be a part of and to see behind the scenes kind of, you know, the way he talks. So, dude, he's he's one of us. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he's a real he'll, dude. he'll drop, he'll drop yeah. F-bomb here and there. And yeah. Everywhere. But, <laughs> dude, it's so funny because Bob just, he, first thing he said, you know what they're trying to do? And he looked, you know, and he took off. And I mean, dude, it, it was going for for quite a while. He's talking. The junior was like sitting on the other line. But I did uh, uh, Laura's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like two. You talk about later, Trump, Trump like, Junior. Yeah, yeah, bro. I love that dude. Yeah, I dude, love he's that. Cool dude. as fuck. Yeah, and his and his wife is a boss, man. Mm-hmm. I did her podcast, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, Laura. Laura. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about that's Eric's that's, wife. Yeah, that's his, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not Jeannie, my bad. Yeah, but yeah, it, dude, it was uh, it it was it was really cool, man. She she was she was bossed up, but um, that that was that was a cool interaction. Yeah, dude, I think they just put her. Time. They're trying to get her as the head of the RNC. Yeah, Laura. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, but dude, I I uh, Trump Junior's a good dude, bro. Yeah, like I've I've had I've talked to him for a number of years, met him a few times, bro. He's just a regular dude. Yeah, he's just a regular dude, bro. Like to hunt and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to shoot with him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That that speaks my language. Yeah, he better man. practice a little bit. Yeah, you gotta practice a little yeah, bit more than yeah. that. Yeah, Junior, you better practice a little bit before you come back around. Just saying. <laughs> this is Missouri. <laughs> we in fucking Missouri. In more ways than one. Hey, you know not at the target. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the best That's fucking not fair. Hey, the best part it's about him is that he is the best shit talker on the fucking planet. <laughs> oh, he's great. Bro, he's taking he's taking big Trump shit talk to a whole new level. Bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like people that talk shit. I did too. Yeah, same, man. Well, guys, let's keep this cruise moving. Let's get let's over to headline it. number two. Uh, headline number two reads, House Intel Chair Mike Turner warns of serious national security threat to U.S. encrypted statement. Now, this this was a, this made, like, everybody was freaking the fuck out on this. All right, did you see this? This, like, tweet that went out. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it, yesterday. It was, it was freaking everybody. You mean, you mean, you mean the, the big emergency that they the, put out? Exactly. Right after, you know, this the, right po- here. the Trump po- or the Tucker Putin interview? I right. missed it under my rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all good. So, so this. You didn't miss shit. That's yeah. the moral of the story here. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, so so this this comes out from Representative Mike Turner. Okay, he puts this, uh, the tweet comes out from the House Intelligence Committee says, quote, today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress 
information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. Chairman Mike Turner. Bro, you, like, it sent the internet in fucking, like, a, a frenzy, right? Like, everybody's yeah. like, oh, my goodness, what's, you know, everybody's freaking out. Um, so the truth comes out about what exactly they're talking about here. What's the big national security threat? National security threat is uh, GOP warning of national security threat is about Russia wanting nuclear weapon in space. That's it. That, that, that was. It, we're not going to have a national security alert about the 22 million border? fucking migrants that are military age males that have come across the border in the last four years. We're not going to have an alert about that. Mm-mm, no alert about that. Do we not? Legitimately think this is already happening, bro. This has probably been happening for fifty years. I think that's why Trump did Space Force. Probably, dude. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I hope we have fucking nukes in space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking with you at all because you know if somebody's gonna have them, I hope it's us. Yeah, yeah I'm down. With I that. hope he wants them because he knows we fucking got them. Yeah. Well, so here's so so, so the Kremlin, Putin, and them they they responded. Um, and the response was Kremlin tries to shoot down claims it is putting nuclear weapons in space. Putin's top spokesman accuses Biden of playing a trick to get more money for Ukraine. That's the real reason. Yeah, but did you see what? Oh fuck yeah, that's what that that's is. That's the real reason. They got that bill. They got that bill passed in the Senate. They're trying to get it passed in the House so they create this emergency that fucking Putin's going to drop nukes from the sky on our heads. Mm-hmm. And then my, all the while we got China flying spy balloons over our fucking country. With EMPs and shit. That shit was wild to me. That Bro, that, that it passed over us. We, we got, I got it on my cell phone there right here. Uh-huh. It passed directly yeah. over us, dude. Oh, they watching your yeah. ass, Andy. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. Motherfucker. Way too much money hey, to have a podcast. L- l- listen, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm you, saying? We got to shut this hey, motherfucker down. I want to take this moment to welcome Brantley to the top of the domestic terrorism oh, yeah, watch yeah, list. You're on the watch list. That's right. Right, we're going to be. Oh, fuck, dude. That's a new watch list for yeah, me. Yeah, bro. That's exactly hey, what this buddy. is about. Nice yeah. to meet you guys. We got Kevin. He's our FBI agent that listens in. Yeah. He's cool. Kevin's he shares the show. Okay, Kevin shares the show. Yeah. Bro, what's so funny, what people don't realize, like, because we talk all this shit. You see me going back and forth. Now, what no, bro, listen. <laughs> we got all all these three-letter, like, they might be playing us, bro. I yeah, don't it's know. It's possible. But, like, these motherfuckers send us gifts and shit. Oh, They're yeah. like, keep it up. Here's my commission coin. Yeah. Like, all, ca- all hats, every, like all of the alphabet. Yeah, communities all like, of them. A lot of them. Yeah, like we got, and I, and I got like close friends with a lot of these people. Yeah, bro. They yeah, all, they cool. all listen, dude. That's funny. Yeah. Now, I don't know why they're listening, but yeah, you know, well, they, we know why. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're playing us. We're like, keep going and yeah. build this big case. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Keep Episode going. three. Yeah, just keep talking, said, man. Oh We're going fuck. Yeah. That's everything we need. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah, I mean, any, anything on this? Any? I mean. I mean, dude, are you familiar with like how this shit's working with the Ukraine stuff, like the funnel uh, back stuff? I mean, very dude, surface depth. I, dude, well, it doesn't take a fucking this motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. This motherfucker cracks me up. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, Putin. I like him. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude. People don't understand. Like, if you're leading a country with legit hundreds of million of pe- people in it, right? There, this guy, like, people are like, oh my god, Putin's got nukes. No shit, he's got nukes. But to be a leader, bro, you have to lead responsibly. Mm-hmm. Like, he understands that if he drops a nuclear bomb, like, all these people There's here, you guys are fucking brainwashed against this dude. 
You're not allowed to see his speeches. You're not allowed to see his comments. You're not allowed to see shit. You're told he's a crazy-ass fucking dictator because he doesn't let grown men dress up as women and shake their dicks in front of kids. That's what the fuck he doesn't do. And you guys call him a fucking crazy psychopath because of that. I personally think that if you allow that, you're a crazy psychopath. Mm -hmm. Okay? So maybe I should move to fucking Russia. I don't know, bro. I like it here, though. This is my phone. I'm going to fight for it. But, But the reality is is that this dude is showing massive amounts of restraint. And did you see his little chess move that he made today? With uh, Tucker? Did you see who he recommended for president? Oh, Biden. Yeah. yeah. So, so, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I saw that. So we fucking got all the liberal media talking about how Trump and Putin are best friends and how <laughs> Putin's going to kill everybody in America. Yeah. And then they ask him who he wants to win to president. He goes, well, Biden will be best for us. What are you gonna say to that shit? It's a true hey, statement. Man. It's fucking smart, dude. You know, I hate to tell you when when you th- you know when you think about your vote, you have to think about who's going into the wrestling ring with that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was seizing ping and yeah, and fucking, dude, these I are mean, real. These are real leaders, dude. That's and, the scariest thing about Joe Biden to me is is I respect the office, right? But at the end of the day. That dude don't belong in a room with that guy. No, Mm-mm. no. It's just no. You know that that shit's terrifying to me, bro. That would be like us taking our elderly grandpa who comes over for Christmas that we sit over in the corner that we all know is gone. Yeah, and who like you know when he talks we're like yeah grandpa. Yeah, that's throwing a poodle. Yeah, go lies, and then telling him to go run the country. Yeah, like dude, we don't even like. Do you really listen to your elderly grandpa that sits in the corner, bro? Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Most I do of it. when he's awake and he knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. but, you know what yeah. I don't feel like he does a whole lot of talking. He, yeah. he does a lot of falling. And I, I ain't going to yeah. lie to you, dude. I can't help it. Yeah. It's funny. I don't make a habit of making fun of the elderly. I do. But when he fucking falls <laughs> off a bike or down some stairs, dude. off Air Force One, I can't quit laughing. Like, I'll throw up laughing. Well, bro, why? You got to wonder, like, dude, the people around this dude are just like, just go do that. And he's like, waving while he's yeah. doing the Imagine, imagine uh-huh. having to be one of his like secret service guys that has to like change his diapers and shit. Bro, did you didn't we cover the clip where he shit his pants in front of the fucking Pope? What? Yeah, yeah bro. That when he met thing. the Pope, that was a real he thing. He shit his pants in front of the Pope and had to change his whole suit. Yeah, that was a real thing. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Shits they, his pants. That's caught- our that's our fucking and they tried to cover freedom. Hey, we can't, we That's can't, our country's that, leader, that, that, bro. Yeah, we can't be doing. I mean, that. real talk. I shit my pants plenty of times, but never in an important situation like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just dude, on cardio. If you feel what's yeah. coming on, like yeah. if you're about to meet the Pope, you should probably like do a preventative movement. That's right. <laughs> Even if you ain't got to drink a cup of coffee, right? smoke a cigarette. What's yeah. What well, hold yeah. on. For, for the for the listeners, what what is a preventative movement? What does that mean? That means a preventative bowel movement. Like how does that? Oh, well, that like, means like before I go on stage, I'm sure Brantley does the same. I got to make sure that nothing happens while I'm up there. Gotcha. And one of those things is to take a shit. Got it. That's that's a that's fact. A preventative move. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I don't well, eat. I don't know if it was that. like an exercise. Or some I don't shit. eat things I'm not supposed to eat. I'm real careful, dude. <laughs> I'm 44 years old, bro. I don't have the same control I used to I, have. I get it. I get it. I get it. Those things sneak up on you. Dude, there's nothing worse than being sick or something being on stage. Or just being older and not being able to control your shit anymore. That's real shit, man. That's, that's that's real shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Real as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> guys, jump serious. down in the comments below. Let us know what you guys thought about that last headline. Let's get to our third and final headline, guys. Headline number three. Um, dude. I've been trying to hold in. That the, is an epic fucking picture. You like that? Way. Yes. You like that? That's, I say this every time. That is my favorite. So my dot no, right that's here. Not your favorite, Andy? No, that is my. They favorite. nerfed your muscles. No, no, no. I thought this they was did. your favorite. They did nerf. No, no, no. You that's like that's my second favorite. Gotcha. So my dot right here who is a legal immigrant of the United States. Diversity. He, he's been with me for what, fucking seven years? Yeah, he's, no. Where are you from? No, you've not been with me since you were 16. Oh, six, yeah, since 2016. So eight years. Fuck, I thought you were like, I'm like, what the fuck oh, are you smoking, bro? You guys go hard last night? Shit. It was his 30th birthday last night, so maybe you went real hard. Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, so Madot makes all these amazing graphics for the show, bro. And every time this one pops up, I'm like, that's the fucking best one. Yeah, that's so, gangster. That dude. Well, so here's the best part. I, I tell you the best part off the air because I can't tell you. I can't tell. Did I tell yeah, everybody no, yet? We haven't. We haven't all told right. everybody yet. Nope. I tell you, it's going to be great. We'll yeah. save it for the house. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. All right. Well, let's get into headline number three. I tried to hold back, but we gotta we gotta address it. All right, black people. Here we go. Uh, will <laughs> Fonnie Willis be removed from election case against Trump? Judge to hear arguments. There's been a lot of developments in this. This is the girl from Atlanta, this right? Is, so this is the DA in Atlanta that's charging him with the RICO Act, right? Uh, black. She's she's black. I disagree with the RICO prim- just on premise alone. I fucking hate that Just act. on GP. Well, because yeah. they can get anybody on it. They can get anybody they want with it. And did you know, like, like you know, there's like a two-year Bro, gap. anybody who runs an organization of any sort, of any kind, can, can be hit on that. Bro, yeah. you could be hit on that with your band. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, like, the, so, like, you know, for the law, the way the law is written, they have, like, two years to, to, like, get you on it. But they can wait, you know, that last fucking day of those that two years... And if they find anything else or another person to add in, it Bro, extends it listen, another two dude, years. Listen, dude, they, they keep so it's many of them bitches shit. running at the same time. They're, they're so they're, fucked up. That's not even how they do it, bro. They Listen, we're not living in a free America anymore. It's not like it used to be like you had to do some shit. That's not how it works anymore. Mm-mm. Now it's, all right, they go, like, like if they wanted to get me, they would go to you guys and they would say, if you don't fucking do this, I'm putting you in jail for some shit that they made up. Mm-hmm. Like they just make shit up, bro. That's that's yeah. facts. And and so they pressure all the people close to turn on, and then they've got 22 witnesses. This is what happened with his all all this his is attorneys exactly and shit. What happened, yeah, man. this is exactly yeah. what happened. Uh, but here's the problem, you know. And like, I mean, so there's four main you know criminal cases that that Trump has going on right now. Four big ones, like 96 fucking charges or something like that. Um, but this Rico one is a big deal. But the problem is, is that again. These people are not clean. This bitch has been lying about who she's screwing and the dude she's screwing. She tries to get him to be the prosecutor on it. And then they're still in taxpayer dollars to go do fucking love trips. So think about this, bro. So that's like a couple. That'd be like you and Alex sitting at home being like, yeah, we're going to fucking get this dude. Right. So should that be a This shouldn't even be a question. While she was, I mean, what the you dude's just married. Said, that to me, that, that, yeah. that disqualifies you, would think so. you just... Yeah. Well, and I mean, here's the thing. By the guy, by the time you guys hear the show, she's probably already uh, has, has been removed from it. Um, but but there's been some development. So I mean, she's had her best friend. Um. Oh, well, you know, Nathan's saying that he hasn't had sex with her at all since last summer. <laughs> um, so he's fucking awesome. lying. Uh, you got uh, one of Fanny's uh, longtime friends says that there's no doubt that that Fanny and her uh, and Wade were in a relationship that started back in 2019, and he's been married the whole time. Um, 
she's seen them hugging and kissing. But but that's not even the big big biggest thing. Uh, it comes out in this trial that Fannie Willis allegedly reimbursed her lover and fellow Trump prosecutor with cash for vacation. So he was taking these trips, charging them on his business credit card. She reimbursed him with straight cash, and then he still wrote that shit off on his taxes. So I mean, well, you, go, like, you, you or me would go to jail for that. You might go to jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. No, no, that's that's the thing because there yeah. is a double standard here, right? Absolutely. And, and so, like, that's the fucked up thing. But I want to, you know, <laughs> I just want you guys to watch this clip, and then you guys tell me if you think he's lying. Okay, here's the clip. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? <laughs> ever. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Cabin? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you lied, dog. Bro, he's... Look, look, look. No. <laughs> no. That is a man... That is a man who is contemplating his entire life bro. based upon the answer that he's about to give, bro. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> That was no. beautiful. Can we watch it again? Can we watch it again? Let's watch it one more time. I don't know. We got time? I mean, fuck. Yeah. yeah shit. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> what you looking at, bro? No. <laughs> you know what though? You know what this? I I'm here for the fucking the obviously lying and just straight up Nah. No. Nope. Yeah. Fuck you know what I mean? Nope. I'm here for it. Fuck hey, bro, man, they fucking get it. it. They get a bro. He, he looking at the ass on the podium, bro. Bro. This guy for those of you guys listening on audio, this dude is legit on the fucking stage on a press conference. Looking at this girl's ass, mm-hmm. like dude, and biting his lip. Mm-hmm. Look at like, yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I look. He's at saying like that's what that that is me ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> that, that's him. That's him saying, man, I had a great time with that cabin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, he's reminiscing on the cabin. That's that is, right. That is the epitome of a, a pit bull with the red thing hanging out. Bro, the, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that motherfucker I'm is sitting there. He's like. Well, it technically wasn't a cabin. Yeah. It was more like it was a log house. Bro, that's how they yeah, play that shit. Yeah. Say, that's you, how they play that, that shit. That yeah. much silence, you at least it was a, be asking questions. I actually think it was a treehouse. That, that's no, but like that's the language game. <laughs> I that think they it play. was a barn. You know what? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking funny ass picture, bro. <laughs> that's fucking great. These people are fucked, man. These people are fucked. You know what though? I mean, there's, there's, we can find humor in it, but I mean, that's <laughs> people who How, thing how is that out. a question? Like the initial thing you put up on the screen, <laughs> will Fanny Willis be removed? Whatever, Fanny, what the fuck her name is? How is that a question? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a double standard, bro. You know, that's like wild to me. all this stuff they do, bro. Any of us, we'd be in jail for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And they know it too. That's why they act so blatant. They're like, ah, I'm not going to jail. Dude, that's what bothers, that's what's starting, that, that, that is one thing, the, the blatancy, 
these days of the things that, yeah. that are going on is is kind of troublesome to me. Not yeah. kind of troublesome. It's very troublesome. It's like, you know, I mean, you look at the shit they're pushing on. It's like the the way the COVID thing happened. Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah. And and it's some of the people I consider close to me just being bossed around like that and yeah. took it. Yeah. You know, when they they started telling us we couldn't play, she's like, literally, dude, I thought I had a job that was recession proof. Yeah. And when they shut us down, it was like, what? Yeah. And they're telling us you got to do this, that, and other. And I know there were, you know, people in our business that made, like, vaccinations mandatory in their camp. Yeah. And, and I'm not speaking bad about them people, but, you know, from where I, I my manager sitting right here, yeah. when it came across the table, there was no question. There wasn't no, let me think about it for 24 hours. It was, I can't tell a grown man what the fuck to put in his body. Bro. Bro, they tried Real, to, you know what I'm saying? They, they just bullied find, it in. They, they, Bro, they, they tried to find. hit me with a $700,000 fine per employee if what? I didn't force them to get vaccinated. Yeah. Who did? The fucking government, bro. Mm -hmm. That was their fu And, bro, I went on my Instagram that day. I remember I was driving my Lincoln. Mm -hmm. I went out in the Lincoln, and I said, well, they just told me that they're going to make me pay 700 k per employee at max fine if I don't get them vaccinated. And I started just fucking dying laughing. <laughs> like, fuck you. I'm not fucking doing that. These people are insane, man. Bro, do whatever you're going to do to me, bro. I'm not doing that. These people are young. They're healthy. This shit just came out. We don't know what the fuck it does. I'm old enough to know and remember and see all these commercials on TV. Did you take you know, this, or did you take that? Or had, were you exposed to this? All this, and they rushed this thing to the surface and you got Bill Gates on the fucking stage talking about killing everybody and depopulating the planet and then talking about vaccine. I'm putting all this shit together. I'm like, not happening, dude. Uh -huh. Not happening. Take everything I got. Fucking put me in jail. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. It's not happening. I'll sit there and fucking deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, we did the same shit, bro. And we took so much heat. We took so much heat from our customers. We fucking probably, like, dude, half the, because, dude, it was split down the middle, right? And, like, half the people that they were like, oh, I can't believe you guys are so responsible, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and, dude, there's people that still think that shit. Like, there is people that are still on that shit, dude. They're still wearing masks. We went to the mall, the Apple store. How many motherfuckers we see still wearing a mask? It was, it was quite a few. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot, but it was... It was ten percent. Yeah, it was more. It was more than just yeah, a couple. like bro, people and like you. You when you think about like the amount of fear and propaganda that was put on to people, and then mm -hmm. you look at the actual data that's out now, where we have an all cause death increase across the globe, reported by the insurance companies of forty fucking percent. Okay, so that means forty. Whoa, whoa wait, what? Yes. Oh yeah, bro. Rogan's covered this too. The insurance companies are reporting all-cause death across the globe is up 40%. Now, what's changed in the last three years that would cause that? What's the only common? There's only one thing, yep. and everybody wants to pretend it's not real. But I know two motherfuckers that fucking died under 40 years old after getting vaccinated. I know okay, three people two. that gotten seriously fucked up from Okay, and bro, my DMs are filled, filled with people with vaccine injury from that mm -hmm. vaccine. And so, like, imagine the amount of fear... And the amount of propaganda and the amount of manipulation that was put on these poor people. Like, a lot of people are like, fuck those people that got the vaccine. Bro, those are the actual victims of what happened. Like, when we talk about, like, yes, the people who were resistant took a lot of shit. But when we consider who the actual victims are, it is the people who were highly manipulated 
by the biggest government propaganda scheme in the history of Earth. The internet didn't exist during the Spanish flu of 1918. Like this was the first time ever that the entire internet was weaponized to manipulate. And that we, that in this way, and bro, people don't know, man, like there's, there's a reasonable expectation that a person should be able to hear what the Dr. Fauci says and say, fuck, he's telling the truth. Why would he lie to us? You know, why would the news lie to us? Why would these people lie to us? And they don't, you know, when, when people like us say, bro, these people are out of line or they're fucking crazy or they're psychopaths or like what I say, they're communist and they're put, we're in the middle of a communist revolution. We're domestic terrorists. They, they think I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's like, bro, do you still think I'm crazy? Because like, I have a, an ability, dude, listen, my whole job in life is to see the future. That's my whole job. That's why I'm good in business. The reason I'm good in business exclusively, the reason I don't do shit in this building other than sit down with the top people here is because I can see down the pipe that other people can't see. So like when I take that and I apply it to what's going on in the world, it's very easy for me to see what's going on. And when I look at what's going on, I see a lot of people that the common sense crowd or the the unvaccinated crowd still hates that are the actual victims of what happened. And yes, those people were crazy. And yes, they were out of line. And yeah, they called us grandma killers. Consider the amount of propagation it took to get them to that point. Bro, That's showing, psychological abuse. They were showing clips of people falling out in the streets, the body bags, the the graveyard. Bro, they were digging. They bro. were digging fucking graves, graves in Central Fucking Park in New York. Like people forget about that shit. Yes. Man. And like shit, we bought it for the first like three days. Yeah, everybody did. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was like, "Holy shit! Okay, this is some real shit." I remember hearing about it. This is no joke. I remember hearing about it. But it was still over there. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't come over here yet. And I, I was dead tired. I, I, I slept for like, literally slept till time for meet and greet. Didn't meet and greet. Went back, laid back down, went and did the show, laid back down till we got ready for the next night meet and greet. Tested negative for the flu three different times. I mean, for, for like two weeks and it went away before we even knew it was here. You know, I, I think I tested positive for that thing several times. Um, bro, that, well, even with the like, testing stuff, yeah. though, bro, they turned up the rate. The, 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 the cycle rate on the PCR test was was turned up 10 points yeah. by default. So for so for that cycle rate, on the, we had a bunch of doctors on talking about this. Yeah. So what happened with that PCR test where they test you guys, and I never had one, but what they did was they made it so sensitive that any bacteria, any virus that you may be carrying, that we all carry at all times, would set off for a positive test. Mm-hmm. So well, to the tune of like, they were, yeah, yeah to, she, to the tune of like ninety-seven percent were false positives. Yeah, is what they assumed. Bro, people don't realize that. And then like, well, think about how much, I mean, this that is drove the us. case count number, which drove the hysteria. Mm-hmm. So they were one of the one of the promoters that we worked with had a thing where they wanted every member of your organization to take a test before they stepped off the bus at every venue. Yeah. And I had a conversation with somebody. And was like, "Look, man, I don't I don't know who's financially capable of rolling the dice like that every week, but we're not. I can't take five prevo buses and five semis to california just to hope i get to play a show because mm, yeah. you know if one guy steps off my bus and tests positive he's out for 14 days yeah so is every fucking body else on that bus yeah mm-hmm. yeah dude i can't do my job so you yeah know, we we made a deal we said look i'm gonna test my guys on wednesday we usually leave on wednesday night 
or Thursday. I'm gonna test my guys on Wednesday. If they test positive, they stay at home. I'm on, yeah. I'm out one guy for for you know ten days. Yeah. Right. You know I'm not doing it every yeah. time we step off the bus. And dude, it you would have thought. Yeah, you're the devil. You're the devil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how can you be that irresponsible? I'm not being irresponsible. Yeah. I'm being a fucking businessman. Yeah. And and you know trying to do my job like. You know how much money, bro. No, I mean people don't even think about it, dude. I had to turn my warehouse. So, dude, <clears throat> they would only allow us. So, at that time, back in two thousand, what was that? Two thousand twenty. We had, uh, you know, fucking half the employees we have. We have two hundred employees, two hundred fifty employees yes, at the old building, mm-hmm. and they said that we they said that we qualified as an essential business. So, because we sell food products, but. I could only have 14 people in the building at once. Yeah, because they they did a square footage thing. It was like the county put a mandate in where you could only have so many people per square foot of your facility. So I had to rent the building next door, a complete tire building, build a line over next door so that we could ship our products so I could run two crews to do it. And one of my proudest things of that whole entire thing was not a single fucking employee of mine, not a single one missed an hour of pay. If they were a 40-hour employee, they got fucking paid. There's not a single person that can say, I got my hours cut, I got my pay cut, I lost mm-hmm. my job. Nobody got laid off. Nobody got fucked with. I stood in front of all that shit for my entire fucking team. We and, did, too. Yeah, bro. And, dude, that's that's a big deal that people forget about. Yeah. You know, p- people should be now supporting people who did that in, in their music, and their business, whatever they got going on, because those are the motherfuckers that are going to stand up for you when shit gets hard. Yeah, and I, I mean, I will say this: we we were mm-hmm. able to do that, it, and, and man, that's that's one of the that's things. It's a big that, deal, dude. I was super proud of that. To yeah, to me too. That. But we, you know, one of it, I looked at it as an investment. I spent I spent yeah. twenty years building something that's special, and I didn't want to lose that. And I love my guys. Me too. I'm close to their families, and you know, I, yeah, you know, just like it's a real responsibility. Absolutely, bro. yeah, absolutely. But you know, I will say this: there were people in the music business that couldn't. Yeah. You know, there are people in every business that didn't yeah. have a choice but to lay yeah. people off. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. You, you know, and it's but but it's okay to go to Walmart. It's okay to go to Target, and we can pack people in the fucking BLM riots. Oh yeah, shoulder to shoulder. That's okay. Yeah. But 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 shut down. But <laughs> shut. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I said but no, shut. I said but let's <laughs> shut down. Let's shut down the mom and pop businesses mm-hmm. or the small entertainment acts. You know, my buddy Ryan Hardwick. They they are partners in the one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world. They do a lot of the shows. Actually, uh, they're partners with Dolly Parton in like her dinner shows. Okay, and dude, they they got their entire business fucking hammered because of this shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're just now getting it back to where it's kicking ass again. Sixty percent of small businesses are were closed and will never be open again. Yeah, sixty percent during that bullshit, bro. I'm gonna tell you, I, I don't think we definitely can't go through anything like that again. And my thing is, man, what, what I people just really gotta say no bro. about you is is and you guys and the show in particular is you're okay with saying, Hey, at some point we gotta turn words into action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll call you a domestic terrorist for that, right? For sure. But it's here's the thing. At the end of the day, man, I, I feel like you know, and this is something we've talked about. When it comes to my son, you know, I've explained aggression to my son, I've explained violence to my son. He's six years old. And people may say, well, you're, you're exposing your kid to thing you know, he shouldn't be exposed to. Really? Huh? Yeah, right. But you'll put, a, you, you'll put somebody who's trying to be something else in his classroom dancing around, and, and that's yeah. all right. You know, my thing is, at the end of the day, man. That's insane. I, I, to me, here's, here's the thing. 
I, honest to God, it, you know, we talked about keeping it moving and keeping things in the peripheral. Not yeah. bother me. There are people. If you anybody that that knows me well, right, that works with me, the, the, you know, and I, I, there's a lot of people. My manager is is a gay man. Yeah. It's not that I don't have. It's, <laughs> not this one. Not this one. My 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 other manager. <laughs> Holy shit! He's he's a, he's a married he's a married hey, gay you man, see his right? Face? <laughs> he's sitting on his phone. He's like, I, I, he goes, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm like, you, right. you're yeah. homophobic, are you over, huh? <laughs> Own it. <laughs> Bro, they are always jacked, though. Like, they always are in good shape. Tell you, oh, dude. dude his, his husband seriously looks like he, he hey, man. ate a few of us. You know what I mean? Aaron, it's all right, bro. We don't, listen, it's all good. It's all love here, man. Yeah. All right, but I'm no, not doing I, podcasts anymore. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fuck out. But no, my, my thing is, just, you know, you hear people say, I don't have a problem with black people have it's, it's not that i don't have a problem with it i, I have love for for him yeah if that dude called me I'd, I'd stop whatever i was doing if he need me and, yeah. and help him and then you know bro it's not a gay issue i don't have hate yeah. to anybody my yeah. thing is i feel like all of us have a responsibility as men i think we have a line right i think all of us have a line and f for me and, and I, I feel like that line moves but i i I think it's healthy and it's it's a necessity for us for for survival. We all have to have a certain point where you can push me here, but you ain't gonna push me past them. This yeah. is when I push back. Yeah. And with me, my line is my kids. Yeah. Right. And you know when when the Bud Light thing was going on, I don't know if y'all saw the clip. They they were up in arms because you I smashed, smashed Bud Light. Yeah. On stage, right. Most of them didn't do their homework. We'd been doing that shit shows in a row before yeah. Bud Light ever did. I don't drink, so yeah. it's like a. We'd have my tour manager would get down in the pit and throw me a beer up, and I'd smash it or poke a hole in it and throw it to the drummer or something. Yeah. Every night it was part of the spiel we do before Bottoms Up. But everybody got all up in arms, and they were like, "You know that song? The cover song that's playing in the background. The lead singer was gay. It was like I don't have a problem. I don't hate gay people. Yeah." <laughs> It's not a gay you know, issue. No. It's a culture issue. Absolutely. And yes. here's the thing. I, until you project that towards my children That's right. and weaponize it against my children, I, I won't take I'm I'm not yeah. taking issue. Bro, most I don't really like shit being pushed on me. Yeah. Right? To the COVID thing or, or, or anything else. But Dude, I, I feel like our kids are confused enough, and they deserve to be able to be fucking children. Yeah, this is the shit where they're letting them take like hormonal drugs and stuff. To, to dude, that is that is ludicrous to me. Yeah, you know we're crazy to them. Yeah, right, because we we like we shoot guns and shit, and we yeah. believe in God. Like crazy. My 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 thing is, dude. In at the end of the day, one of the things I respect about you most is is. Not just that you're willing to, to speak out against certain things, but you're willing to go a step further and say, hey, at some point, dude, there has to be a line and we have to push yeah. back. And we got to hold that as individuals yeah. in our own lives. And I'm you know? perfectly comfortable with that, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think it's important for our son and our daughter, but, but mainly my son. Man, I'm, I'm not trying to raise a little boy or a little girl. I'm not even trying to raise a man and a woman. I'm trying to, I'm, in the society we live in today, my wife and I are trying to raise a king and a fucking queen. Yeah. We're trying to raise leaders. Because, you know, at the end of the day, 
you know, the sheep mentality, there's going to have to be kids that, that grow up leaders that are able to say, hey, this is what I believe in. Yeah. And, and, you know, and to march a certain direction and, yeah. and you know, to be able to, to give somebody something to follow. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to, to raise. And, man, you know, we're, we're seeing all this division and we're seeing our society kind of collapse in front of us, right? And you're one of the few people that will say, hey, shit's getting fucked up. Yeah. Everybody pay attention. If you hadn't noticed it, we're, we're getting fucked up. And and to me, man, and I don't know if it's just that she's got me back in church recently or whatever, but I, I am a God guy, dude. I, I believe in God. Me too. And and my thing is, I, I feel like it's just it's just written in stone, dude. It, the further we get away from Him, and the further we take this country away from Him, the, the more we lose it. You know, I think at some point we're gonna have to give it back to him. Yeah. And get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Or this shit's gonna get real bad. Yeah. But you know, it's it's you know it's and it's to the point now where I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and it's like, dude, I don't want my kids fighting a war. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's that, gonna that's, happen, that's the, that's happen. where we're at, bro. Yeah. We're at we we either got to solve this or our kids are gonna have to solve it. Yeah. And that's a big fucking deal. That's so super true. And I, I just feel like you know. We, we we have lost our ability to have a conversation because I feel like, dude, no matter how how passionate somebody is about something, I feel like if you put, it, it could be somebody that, that thinks the opposite of what I think on every subject under the book. If you put us both in a room, and I'm not talking about physically, right? Yeah. We'll find some middle ground. For sure. We'll at least be able to have a conversation. And we hang out for a day. We're going to have a good time. Bro. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think we've forgotten how much common ground we do have and, yeah. and, and you know, how like-minded we are in certain things. And man, I, I just tell you, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad to see, but as a dad, man, I've never been a, a dude to be afraid of much outside of snakes, sharks and commitment. And that changed when I got married. Now I'm scared of snakes, sharks and my wife, <laughs> but dude, I'm terrified for my fucking kids. Yeah, I really am. And, and, you know this this school thing that she's done. I know a lot of people are looking at it like you're you're, you know, you're socially distancing and them from people, and, and it's not necessarily that. We have things that we believe in that we don't think need to be lost aspects of, of a healthy society, man. Yeah. And dude, one that God and Jesus are a detriment to is not anything I want to be a part of. You know what I mean? Whether whether you believe or not, there's nothing in that book that's teaching you to hate anybody. No. You know what I mean? It's just not promoting anything that's, that I feel like is unhealthy. I just, uh, man, I I respect you guys for, for taking a stand and actually kind of taking it a step further, like I said, and saying, hey, at some point, man. And, and like I said, my, my line's here. My line's here at my kids and at my guns. You take, it, <laughs> take yeah, away my ability. You it's know not what happening. I'm yeah. It's not happening. No. Dude, I think you're making a, you're bringing up what I, first of all, I appreciate that very much because that respect is mutual. Hundred percent, dude, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think you're bringing up a very important point because I feel like most people believe that there has to be like some leader that steps up and organizes some sort of resistance against all this shit, bro. That leader is you as an individual in your home. You, that's right. You have to draw the line in your own life and say, "What am I willing to tolerate, and what am I willing to push back on?" And whatever that thing is that you're willing to push back on, you have to get engaged and start pushing back on it. Start doing things in real life. Like, 
if you're if you have kids at a school where they're doing this crazy shit where grown men because it's never women it's never women that that, that dress up as men that go do the thing it's mm-hmm. always these grown men dressed up as women and they're not dressed up as women they're dressed up as little girls okay reading books but they're not reading books they're dancing around and doing stripper routines if you have that shit happening in your class or you've got teachers telling your kids they should be this and that and lie to your parents about your new name at school and all this shit and you're not fucking showing up and doing anything about it bro you're a bitch real talk come on yeah and dude that has to happen. There's no organized militia. And by the way, if there was, you're too pussy to join it because you won't even speak up for your own fucking kids. So I think that's the point you're making here, bro, which is there's a line in the sand that we all have to put in our own lives and we we don't let people step on it. Yeah. And that's it. Dude, if everybody lived that way, this shit wouldn't be happening. It yeah. wouldn't be happening at all. And to your point about uh, gay people, most gay people are super against this drag queen shaking their balls in front of kids shit because they understand the damage that it's doing to their movement, which they've worked very hard to get. Absolutely. Gay people have been persecuted against in this country for a very long time, and and wrongfully so, in my opinion. I don't I don't agree with the the far right people that fucking say there's no room for gay people in this country. Bullshit, bro. They're just people. They love someone else. They should have every right to a normal life without being persecuted or any of this shit. They should get the same benefits everybody else gets. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it encroaches into the other stuff, they're recognizing the damage that it's doing because it is creating an anti-gay movement in this country, which in my opinion is very wrong. We don't need it. You know what I'm saying? So It's unfortunately just the natural progression of it. That's why they have to speak against it. It is. And that's why gay people are starting to stand up against this stuff, dude. Like you goes to Gays Against Groomers, uh, when we had them on the show, you know, they're more vocal about it than anybody Mm -hmm. because they understand the damage it's doing to their culture. And I think it's super important to state that when we talk about these things um, because, bro, you guys can't go out there and just be like, fucking being assholes to people who who are gay. Yeah, bro, Aaron's cool. Yeah, Aaron is cool. He's handsome, too. Yeah, I can see oh, why the dudes like him. But yeah, that, I mean, like, kids, I mean, and we're talking about kids, my kids' age. Yeah, course, kids. They need to be learning how to fucking read and Not write. only that, dude, it steals their childhood. Absolutely. Like, like, dude, when we're kids... I don't kids, want them being taught about straight shit. I don't need them being taught yeah, about gay shit. that's right, bro. We're not going to go talk to them about men and women no. having... Let's, 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 yeah. let's, let's go down to Hollywood and grab Cindy off the pole and no. let, let her do story hour. Yeah. You have a problem with that. Yes, that's yeah. a problem. It's the same thing. Every single American is. in the yeah. country would say, oh, you got strippers reading books and doing dances in front of kids? And they'd be like, that's appalling. It's a problem. But you put a grown man who, honestly... Why, you're not wanting to be around those kids unless there's a fucking problem in your fucking brain, Well, here's bro. the other thing, too. How many of those same fucking drag queen story hours have we seen where that- End up pedophiles. They always end up, bro, like they get arrested because they got fucking kitty porn on the laptops yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. every one of them, bro. Yeah. I, I can't say every one of them. Nine out of ten. Well, it's definitely not uncommon to and say the, that. The, that last one, they just haven't caught yet. Yeah. You know, but, I don't know. You guys, want to wrap it up? We got one last segment. Yeah, yeah, bro. All right, this is a good one. That's our favorite part, guys. It's our uh, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we bring a headline <laughs> in. We talk about it, and it'll get you one of those two these? options. Yeah, you mm-hmm. all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, he's he's a fucking man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we, we bring a headline up, and it either gets thumbs up or it gets dumb as fuck. So this is our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline. It reads: 
Southwest passenger fumes as fellow flyer sits directly behind him on nearly empty flight. Look where he decided to sit. Listen, yeah. Let's dive into it. So um, he just wanted to recline in peace. Washington-based chef Anthony Thomas was baffled by his fellow uh, traveler's decision to seize the seat directly behind him on a nearly empty Southwest flight despite dozens of options available. Quote, imagine having the luxury of boarding a flight with only two passengers on it, Thomas wrote on X, sharing a selfie with the man sitting directly behind him on the open flight. Of all the seats on the flight, look where he decided to sit. Two other passengers are seen nicely spaced across at least 10 rows behind Thomas. Here's the picture he posted. I mean, it is absurd. Yeah, that's okay. Up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is absurd. I fucking get what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, bro? It's kind of funny, too, though. That's yeah. I mean, I just feel like, I mean, like, and guys will know this, right? Because, I mean, this this made me think of another situation where space is, is uh, important. The Dudes! Yeah, it's yeah. the same See, thing. Yes, I have an issue. I, I, yes, I, I, got a I agree. That. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that, I guarantee you that dude on the plane was the same one that Mike Tyson meet up. Bro, dude, bro, I'm fucking telling you, dude, listen, (laughs) when you're in the fucking urinals, okay, and a dude walks past seven other urinals to stand next to you, that's fucking annoying as fuck. Yeah. It's weird. That is exactly the same thing. Just yeah. ask to see my dick. Yeah, yeah bro. Everybody's <laughs> I mean, like, you there's, know what I'm just ask me. Yeah, yeah, like if it's in a sporting event, bro, yeah. we're all doing a thing. We're all in a line. It is what Healthy, it is. masculine practice. It's a different thing. Thought, you know that's saying? a different mm-hmm. thing. But like, bro, you motherfuckers that do that shit in the men's bathroom, there's something wrong with your fucking brain. That's weird shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, bro, the rule right. is. At least one urinal in between. One space, yeah. Okay? And if there's no available urinal... You fucking you, wait. You, listen, you fucking get next, and you keep your eyes on the fucking wall. You don't say shit. You don't small no talk. Yeah. yeah. There's now, no... If there is a space, you can have yeah. a conversation. Listen, That's you might rule, say right? something uh, like, oh, man, it's nice a great watch. game. Yeah. Wow, did you see that homer? That was awesome. You might say some fucking bullshit, all right? I like how this yeah. happens at a ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right, right. Like, yeah. Well, there's no dividers typically at those places, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no dividers. Yeah, dude. I, dude, I got phobia about pissing next to people, Listen, man. man, you know, like, it's because you lie about your dick. No. <laughs> no. Out of these urinals, guess which one I got to use? You got to use the one on the right, because that one on the left I'm using. No, no, I got to use the one on the left. You, you can't take my joke and reuse it. You fuck, man, That's well, against the code. Yeah. Anyway. I wouldn't mind having one a little higher, to be honest with you. Well, I can't use the high. <laughs> I don't like the way it splashes on my shit, you know. It's hard enough to find the motherfucker. Yeah, really. you know I mean? <laughs> she gets mad at me about pissing on the floor. It's like, well, goddamn, at least I found it. You know what I mean? Fuck. Bro, bro, I feel like this dude here has a legit gripe. It's a legit gripe. Absolutely. Yes. It's That's unfair. This motherfucker. And he looks yeah. like a nice motherfucker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude in the back, probably, honestly, he's looking at his phone. He's probably one of the motherfuckers that don't ever look up. And he's got yeah. AirPods in. Yeah. He don't even know he's sitting behind them. No, nah, he's lacked total self-awareness, bro. NPC, bro. This is the motherfucker that goes down the wrong way in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like, he comes down the way you're you're supposed to go down on the right. It's, it's American yes. road rules. It's a fucking... Yeah. The grocery aisle is like a road. Yep. You, They're unspoken you, laws Yes, people understand this. And he's the motherfucker that comes down the wrong way. Wrong side. And no question. Like, you're fucked up. Yeah. Oh, he just stands there and looks at you. Where's your mask? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's him, bro. Yeah. 
I did my oh, flip your Bro, fucking I can't even go to the grocery store. Like, I cannot go. Dude, it was weird. I had to go to the grocery store uh, uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. okay? Because Emily and I do stockings, right? We don't do gifts. You know, we're, we're blessed, dude. We get to do what we want to do. We do, like, stockings. So, like, we'll put, like, each other's favorite candy and shit in there, right? So I had to go to fucking Deerberg's for the first time in, like, 10 years, dude. I don't go to the grocery store. Yeah. Holy fuck, bro. <laughs> By the way, it, the store was beautiful. And that first form display on the end cap, it's, it's nice. definitely not an ad, but it was amazing. It was nice. Um, I did spend 35 minutes, and you could go fucking find the tape of fixing that motherfucker, too. So y'all owe me a little bit of money. <laughs> all right? You're on but <laughs> I was making it look nice, man. Yeah, I care about you. that shit. Got to. Like, dude, if you're in the store, if you're in a store where they're selling you shit and your shit's all fucked up, what are you doing? Fixing. That's right, bro. Absolutely. I'm fixing it right there. It's the way it is. But anyway. They don't sell my shit in the store no more. Yeah, I know, bro. It's all digital. That's cra- it's so it's so weird. It's because hard. going to the... Dude, that's something these young guys will never understand. Going to like Best Buy or Street Side or one of these record places that sold actual albums, that was one of the coolest things ever. Oh, you remember waiting for the motherfucker to come out? Bro, speaking of... Yeah, dude. And then finally getting it. Bro, you get there with that album. And you were hope there was some there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. the shit was so hot. Like, Jamie Johnson, he's got that song Between Jennings and Jones. People don't even know what the fuck that means anymore. Because oh, they don't have to go look for the albums. Yep. You know, he's talking about his album being right between these... Anyway... Fuck it, we sound like a bunch of old dudes. But the point is, dude, I do feel like I'm in a crotchety <laughs> old man phase of life early. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like I am one dude. You know why? Thing away from hollering at a kid for driving too fast. Nah, bro. <laughs> I tell you why that is because I'm the same way. It's because you've worked a lifetime already. You didn't yeah. get where you are. You guys did not create what you've created with your brand with a little work. It's not nine to five, bro. It's full time job. Yeah. So as at a, as at what are you? 38, 39? 39. Yeah. At 39 years old, you've already worked 100 your life. And so, like, dude, we, we, me, guys like us, who fucking, that's our whole thing, and that's what we do our whole lives. We dedicate our whole presence to it. <laughs> we become old men early. Yeah. Like, we get that, you know that shit that old people have where they're like, F- I don't give a fuck. Right, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We get the shit early because, like, we've, we're have we that age on the inside. Sweet. That's I my theory, man. Show me a little bit of grace. Bro. Yeah. I'm getting old early. She married me because she knew I was going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She found a dude that wasn't broke that she knew was going to die soon. I didn't live for long, Jamie. Dude, she is going to fuck you up in that yeah, army. Yeah, bro. Dude, <laughs> bro, she ain't that strong, telling the truth. She, I don't mind. <laughs> okay, that look means I'm going to get fucked up for real. You know what that look means, like, though, for real? Shut like the this. fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means if you want to cuddle. <laughs> so what we giving uh, Southwest guy? Uh, what we giving Southwest? I give him guy? thumbs, thumbs up, up, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Valid. Yeah, it's sweet. He's right. Well, guys, I wish you would have turned around and Mike Tyson that motherfucker. That would have been a better video, <laughs> bro. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. It just went away. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, dude. Can you imagine being? I mean, I don't give a shit how old Mike Tyson is. How the fuck are you gonna fuck with Mike Tyson, dude? Ever. Bro, Never. did you see him do he that? Just did a, he just did a video. No, bro, came out. he did that fucking exhibition match. I think who would he fight? It was uh, like, it was event. What? Roy, Roy, Roy Jones. Jones. Yeah, bro, this dude's in his fifties, moving like he's fucking twenty years old. Bro. I think he took it super easy. He did. Oh, he no, did. He, he could have killed him. He did. He could have killed him. When Roy they talked about him fighting one of the Paul brothers, I was like, I legitimately want to see that. I listen. I like the Paul brothers. I like Jake a lot. I don't know Logan. I I've known Jake for a long time. 
He's a tremendous athlete. He's hard as fuck in terms of work ethic. This dude, he's a real fucking athlete, bro. He's, oh, yeah. A lot of people fuck with this guy and talk shit. I'm telling you, dude, I know the dude personally. He's a big motherfucker. He's strong as fuck. He works his fucking ass off. Mike Tyson would still crush him. <laughs> like, dude, I'm sorry, Jake. Yeah. It, Mike Tyson is... I mean, the way the dude, he's just a different thing. Dude, but I do think Jake, I think Jake legit is going to become like a champion of boxing. I, I think you could take anything away yeah. from either one of them guys. Man. Yeah. You know, that, 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 anybody that's willing to, to dedicate themselves like yeah. that to anything. Yeah, and say, he well, has, he, hey, bro. He can afford the best coaches. Well, yeah, but. Motherfucker, that, guy, uh, that guy's up at 3 o'clock in the morning training for boxing all I'm fucking day, doing multiple work. workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. Th listen. You still got to do the work. Exactly. That's what people yeah. don't understand. Dude. Yeah, you can buy they all think, the best coaches. Yeah, they got to work. Yes. <laughs> they think because those dudes are famous and they were famous before. The same rules apply to them that apply to everybody else. If yeah, you want to be great at something, you're going to put in the time. And he does. Yeah. I mean, fuck, bro. You can't take any shit away from Logan either. Logan got in the yeah. ring with fucking, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's his name? You can't hit Fucking me. boxer. Um, Floyd. 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 Or Mayweather, yeah, who's the yeah. fucking, bro. And what's a fight? A fight is entertainment. Were you not entertained? It was yeah. super entertaining. Yeah. So, like, dude, it bothers me when people talk this shit on these dudes because, like, they're real dudes. They're real athletes. They work really fucking hard. And, I mean, bro, I, I truly believe, I, I don't know. You guys think I'm crazy, but I think Jake could legit be, like, a fucking legit boxing champion Absolutely. eventually. Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, yeah. if, dude, if you put the work in. But that's, the, that's, that's I, my, one of my... But I still think beat. Mike Tyson could fuck you up, dude. Oh, dude. That guy just moved. Dude, he's... Yeah, oh, man. And he's a different kind of mean, too. Yeah. You remember that dude, that, that one interview he did? Where you that, saw the guy who fuck him in the ass? The, the white dude? Mm -hmm. Dude, you, that's boy. a different kind of anger, man. Yeah. Bro, he bit a motherfucker's ear off <laughs> yeah, on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, he did. I watched yeah. that shit live. I, I was like, oh, he bit his ear. Like, when you're watching it live, you're like, oh, he's bleeding from the ear. He bit No, he bit a piece of... Of Evander Holyfield's fucking ear off and spit it on the ground yeah. on pay per view. Yeah, he did. Dude, dude, I love some Mike Tyson. Bro, Mike, me too. Dude That's dog. our era, bro. Yeah. Bro, when we were kids, this is this is what's fucked up, man. Like the technology has really kind of fucked the life experience for a lot of people, bro. When I was a kid and Mike Tyson, when Mike Tyson fought, dude, I'm gonna tell you this. The world stopped. Yeah. Everybody was doing something. Everybody went to someone's house that was getting the fight. I mean, it, it was like the Super Bowl times 100. Yep. The world stopped, bro. Mike Tyson's fight. What are you doing? Everybody's watching the fight. It's yep. just a different thing, man. It's not yep. like that anymore. Even at the biggest stuff, because the internet's such a distraction thing. I mean, it has its good parts, too. But yeah. it, I mean, here's the thing. And what I said earlier, man, I, I don't, I'm not going to come across like, obviously, we benefit from the internet, right? Yeah. And social media. Like, we need it for, for work nowadays. It's great, it's it's great for certain things. Around, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I, I, I do believe, and I had a conversation with somebody the other day, I, I don't know that I've seen a marriage it was good for. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not using it for business or something else, like, and, you know, that, that was a valid point, too. People are showing you their best or their worst. Yeah. And the best part about it is you control the narrative. The yeah. worst part about it is you control the narrative. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, on ours, I mean, just for example, you know, you'll you'll see the best picture they took out of me out of, out of 300. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's you nothing like, on there about yeah. me being, you know, loyal to a fault or impulsive or 
you know, an addict or, you know, you don't see the, the bad shit. You know, how I watch my kids grow up on FaceTime, the shit I'm not proud of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to talk about those in situations like yeah. these are a general conversation with yeah. people. But, yeah, I think, dude, I, that's what I respect about, about what you guys are doing. The people are out there telling the truth and showing you the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, I got respect for that, as much respect for that as I do anything in the world right Bro, now. I think it's important for people to keep that in mind, dude. Like, you don't become, a, you know, a music superstar or a, a CEO of a, of a big brand or any of this stuff you guys want that you see these dudes out here, like, bro, they got the same fucking problems you got, if not more problems because of the responsibility. Now, I, now I'll be real, bro. I'll take those problems over the problems I had before. Yeah. Okay? Like, when I was trying to figure out how to fucking eat. Like, yeah. I don't like that. That was a shitty problem to have. But there's there's struggle in that, and there's, there's, there's faults. And all of us men out here that go on the internet and pretend like, we're perfect and everything's great and we've got all the shit going together, bro. That's a lie. You're lying to people. Okay. And what people. and what's happening is you're showing people who have faults, who do not have the confidence or the wherewithal or the awareness to understand, you're making them worse. Yeah. You know, they're seeing that this image of perfection. We see it a lot right now with the, I guess, the manosphere or whatever you want to call it, like the men influencers, you know, where they're like, fuck, dude. I'm the man, and if you ain't like me, you suck. Bro, that's, listen, bro, those guys got problems. Mm. Those, those people got issues, and we all do. It's called being a human being. It's called being a human being. We all have faults. We all have shortcomings. We all have problems. We all have struggles. And I think if people were just a little more transparent with that without making it their whole identity, right? Because that's where the internet has gone for a while, where people just use that entire I got all these problems, and it, every post is all their problems. Bro. It's either one way or the other. Yeah, There's man, no just be ground. real, dude. Like, yeah. when you're a fucking rock star, fucking you're a rock star. When you're shitty, you're shit. We're not rock stars every fucking day. I mean, you are, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, like, not every day. You know what I'm saying, though, bro. Like, we just, we got to do, uh, our generation of men has to, has to, has to be a little bit better at leading in, in that in that regard, in my opinion. No, oh, dude, we yeah, got to do a man. lot of things better, yeah. man. Yeah, we got to get back to home. That 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 family unit thing, man. Yeah, not being friends with your kids, being a fucking parent. Yeah, you know what I mean. B being willing to stand up for stuff and just, yeah. I mean, it's just no backbone anymore, man. Yeah. When you can hide behind a screen and say whatever the fuck you want and not be able to be held accountable. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous thing. Yeah. You know, we're so fragile, you know, in society, right? Cause we, we're so bold on the fucking internet. Yeah. We gotta you go just, back to fighting each other. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fight in the parking lot. Fist fight. That's right. I'm Defend those yeah, I listen. Person. And, I mean, and not have to go to truck and get some shit to come back with. That's right. You that's a I mean? big difference between people our age and this younger generation. This people our age, bro. <clears throat> The, and, and they do think of the stuff they miss out on by not being that way. Like, bro, the people who I have fought physically in my life are my brother a million times. He's my best friend. My yeah. other best friend, Chris, got in fights with him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, there's a bonding experience that happens through those conflicts, and there's respect earned and there's humility earned. Absolutely. And, and we don't earn that anymore because now these kids, they watch on TV that, you know, if they get disrespected or get harmed, they're going to shoot you. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, that's some bitch ass shit. Yeah. We're just dox you on Yeah. Like, we need to go back to being real men. And, like, dude, 
you guys who are women and you don't understand this shit, like, you know, you may not understand. This is a part of male dynamic that has existed for fucking thousands of years. Yeah. There has to be physical conflict in order for respect and humility to be understood amongst men. There is a natural pecking order that happens along that way, too. And that's why we have all these people who are so comfortable on the Internet talking all this shit. And you know why? Because they've never been in a fucking fist fight. They've never been punched in the fucking mouth. Yeah. They've never been embarrassed in front of a... 30 people who are watching them in a fist fight. Like, bro, it's a big deal. Oh, then that sucks, man. Yeah. I, you hear these guys talking about, I ain't never, I, I won't ever fight I've ever shit. been. I'm not that Not me. Guy. Me neither. I've had my shit kicked in. Me too. And learned more from that yeah. than I ever did from winning one. Yeah. Bro, I'll be real. I think I got my ass kicked more than I won. I definitely did. Yeah, for sure. Like, dude, and and you know what? Every time I got my ass beat, guess what? I fucking deserved it. Oh, dude. Every time. You and me both. <laughs> Every time, dude. <laughs> You so, and me both. I love it, man. Well, guys, Andy, man, this was yeah. a good, this was a good time. Hell yeah, yeah. Well, man, yeah, bro. Do it again, yeah. I sit here all fucking night. This, yeah. Look <laughs> <laughs> at first four, screaming freedom, baby. That's right. I hope you're ready. That's right. <laughs> we go to Andy's house. Well, I'm gonna drink one more of these things. I'm gonna chase you around like a hound dog. <laughs> You can take, I get, he got a whole refrigerator up over there. Get you two or three of them. We'll get one for Aaron, too. Yeah. <laughs> we got to come out. We got to set you up a coming out party. <laughs> Let's do it. Come straight no, up. No, out no, the no, no. Not tonight. Not tonight. We're going to Andy's out. Not tonight. Don't do it at Andy's. Tomorrow. Right. You got to do it tomorrow. Yeah, you missed the part where Andy hates gay people. You didn't hear me? <laughs> Fucking domestic terrorist on everybody's watch list. That's right. Because that's he yeah. hates trannies and gay people and black people. He can't even stand him. He don't even know it. No, nah, that's fucking DJ, bro. That's not me. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, he's not white. We got to have a powwow before every fucking show. I'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> Yeah. Keep it even today. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not white people. I, I hate black people. Bro, that's not it either. You just hate everybody. Yeah, that's not you cool. know what it is? You hate bullshit. Not just, yeah, that's that's what, what the fuck it is. That's what it is. Anyway. You know, you know what? what? I got respect for that. Yeah. yeah. He fucking hates it, bro. And there's no give on it either. No. Like, what well, he fucking, it's like someone, like, this is what makes him great at security. Someone's out of line, bro. They're out of line. That's fucking it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I get to my thing. Dude. 90% of the time, it's laughs. That 1%, are. though. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. My my thing is, I I don't, I don't care what color you are, what gender you are, what how you left, right, side. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm gonna show you respect until you give me a reason not to. That's right. And bro, we the all those people combined have to come together and realize, bro, we ain't each other's enemies, dude. Those tyrants up there disturbing their entire life and our entire country and making it hard for people to eat and survive and put paychecks together to connect. Those are the fucking enemies, bro. It ain't it ain't the black guy, it ain't the white guy, it's not the gay guy. It fucking it's the fucking tyrants, dude. And they'll do everything they can to make us think that we're the enemy of each other when we're not. And we all want the same shit. We all want to be left alone and you know, earn money and build a life and do cool things with our life, live a life that's meaningful. I think a lot of people, you know, believe in and we can't do that when we're constantly being manipulated to hate each other. Yeah. And that and that's a big problem right now. And we yeah. and if we could come together and realize that the this shit will to stop. Have a conversation just that alone, yeah. man. Yeah. I think that and take 20 for 20% 20 of your time that you spend on a screen and and put it into your home and your family and your church yeah. and your community and your kids. I I, I think the whole world's different. 
Yeah. I, I really, I believe that with my whole heart. I believe we all have enough good in us, right? That, that we focus that kind of energy and that kind of passion into that home unit. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, that's one of the things that she's been awesome about is, is, you know, kind of reminded me, yeah, dude, I, I have a platform and I can share things with, you know, I can be really loud if I want yeah. to. But man, it's like somebody asked me the other day, you know, what I want to be remembered for. I didn't know I was that old to be asked that <laughs> question. To be, yeah. And it was at a meet and greet yeah. thing. And I was, it was, and I tried for about five minutes to come up with a, an answer that had something to do with music. And, and I couldn't think of it. I, I literally said, I said, listen, I said, y'all gonna hate me for this, but the end of the day, I want to be remembered as as a good dad and a good husband. Cause, I mean, it don't really matter what the fuck y'all think. I mean, if my kids think something different, my wife thinks something different, then I failed. Yeah. At life in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she she's good about reminding me to kind of focus on home and, you know, I think that resonates everywhere else in your life. I think that's what's going to solve the problems too, bro. Yep. Yeah. Well, brother, thanks for so much for coming nah, on the man, show, man. Thank you for having me. I had yeah. a blast. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. I could run through a fucking wall right now. <laughs> I'm about to go make me a sign and protest and shit. I don't know what the fuck We need to come up with something good, but I'm ready. You Let's do it. All right, I'm in too. Let's go. Let's, Let's do go. It. All right, guys. Well, hey, that's the show. Uh, don't be a hoe. Try the show. All right. Don't be a hoe. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no headshot.